watching your one piece. We are! Hello, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. That's right, it wasn't a one episode gag. I'm still introducing it. Ha ha! Time skip me. design! <laughs> it's me. I'm Jory, and I'm joined as always by by Joe here on the One Piece podcast. Hello, this is the One Piece. This we can't. That's actually the name of a podcast. We probably shouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean it like that's the title of the podcast. Shit. <laughs> uh, this is the We Are Watching One Piece podcast. The podcast <laughs> where we are watching One Piece and podcasting about it. My name is Joe. You know, I don't even. I don't think we have like proof that the people on the One Piece podcast actually watch or read the manga. As we don't. <laughs> Lord knows they could just be talking about what they think the treasure is for fucking <laughs> six years. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome back to We Are. Before we started recording, we were uh, discussing... Th- there's, a, there's a chance I've made this observation on this podcast before and forgot, but we were mm. discussing at length... At first, could, uh, could we press the, the One Piece rap to vinyl? But then, of course, the question there is, who has the rights? Is it legal? Will I be thrown in uh, some sort of cart... Will I be thrown in jail forever? As Arlong points at me. <laughs> but... Four kids turned into four licensing, which I remembered. Did not remember that they went uh, into bankruptcy um, and that they're out of business now, you know, since for three years. But they declared bankruptcy uh, September of 2016, which is like right after we started this show. <laughs> so <laughs> the real question is, did we do it? Did we kill four kids? Um, did we, as Andrew's old forums would posit, save one piece? Well, which I mean, it was saved long before that. We, we do need to phrase but. that definitely because I have not killed any children, uh, <laughs> especially not four whole of them. Did uh. we kill four licensing corporation, <laughs> formerly known as Leisure Concepts Incorporated, and Four Kids Entertainment? If anything, we did them a favor, even though they didn't have One Piece anymore, just by bringing <laughs> awareness to the rap. I think that's true. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Did I? I don't remember what year I did the Four Kids rap. I think it was like twenty twelve or thirteen. If they might, maybe that's how they got out of bankruptcy. <laughs> was because they got a bankruptcy in the late 2012 and then went back. <laughs> Anyways, what if, what if we talked about One Piece, the show? Fishman Island is a place that four kids never saw. No, and you know what? Good. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that they would sure have a hard time uh, getting some of this worked out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would. I could they? No, probably not. We're talking about episodes that were released in uh, 2011, late 2011 into 2012, I think. Hmm. Um, yeah, we go into 2012. Uh, we're talking about 524 through 532 this fine evening, the beginning of the Fishman Island arc. And uh, I, you know, I I made this schedule for us so long ago, it feels like, um, and... As I was wrapping up my rewatch for this at like this afternoon for this episode, I was like, "Yeah, no, I nailed it. <laughs> this is the perfect place to stop now." Yeah. Um, and as I'm making my schedule for the next calendar year of this podcast and trying to condense Tress Rosa into uh, six months of podcasting, I hope I do as well. <laughs> I hope that I hope that trend continues. There's so much of Dress Rosa. But, yeah, I, you know what? We we get to Fishman Island, and there's just kind of every every piece on the board is just kind of set up and in motion immediately. It's it's interesting because this arc feels, so much of the New World post-timeskip stuff feels in a way like it is mirroring something from the first half. So much so that 
I get scared of what that's going to be for Marineford mm. when uh, eventually I don't I don't even really think it's Wano. I think Wano's kind of breaking that mold in a way. Uh, but this feels like simultaneously a spiritual successor to Arlong Park, but also weirdly to me, maybe not on purpose, Skypea. <laughs> Like it feel it, there's so much about it that reminds me of the way Skypea just like suddenly it happens they show up and God is smiting them and then they get thrown into a jungle immediately and now here it's like they they don't even land they don't even go through the front door properly they act like before they get to the island the fishman island the fishman pirates show up and are like we hate you and they're like shit well I guess we're already in a one piece arc <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Which is, you know, interesting in its own right, but uh, there's, there's really no time wasted. But we'll start with, with 524, which is still underwater. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself by talking about Fishman Island. We left off last time with a ship coming up on the Straw Hats underwater and trying to board them. We pick up right there, and Nami immediately recognizes the cow that is pulling the, sh- the other ship. The, the the sea cow yeah um you know i i when i saw it last time i was like okay cool yeah we saw one of those at arlong park there's no way yeah. it's the same one right that that's exactly what i i thought i was like oh yeah that's a thing that exists before not oh it's gonna be the same exact one yeah literally what are the odds and also why <laughs> and like it, that was just like i didn't remember that it was the same one but the way that it tur- like the way that it turns out where nami's like oh yeah i've seen that before and then uh, it ends up remembering Nami and, uh, and Luffy. Sanji also recognizes it. And yeah, when it sees Sanji and Luffy, we actually get flashbacks to when they beat the shit out of it at Arlong Park. <laughs> yep. So it's scared. It doesn't do anything yet. But because first, uh, unfortunately, Caribou boards them. Remember Caribou? <laughs> unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I warned you last time that he he wasn't going to just... Uh, show up and disappear but uh caribou boards them and starts giving this big dramatic speech about how he's going to <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember probably kill them and do a bunch of awful shit um but we the viewer and the straw hats have already seen that this moo cow surely has a name who could say what it is isn't it like moo moo or something probably i don't know it's not very creative but <laughs> Oh yeah, this Mo I think it's Momu. Oh. <laughs> Based on the I'm looking at the wiki. It it gets scared and runs away. So Caribou is stranded there. No one else boarded the ship but him. So he's given this huge speech about how his men are about to, you know, run wild on the straw hat pirates, and um we then we just cut back to all of them staring at him, which I should have taken a screenshot of and captioned with like Damn, you got the whole squad laughing because it's very much that energy. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I don't even what. How does this end? Oh, P- Frankie just picks him up. <laughs> Frankie just picks him up and starts walking. Is about to like chuck him into the sea. Yeah, <laughs> which would kill him. And I wish that Frankie did it. Oh, that would be wonderful if he just would have killed him right there. It would have saved so much trouble. Uh, however, it doesn't. Uh, Nami asks about the cow though. Oh yeah, I don't. Like, I, hey, hey, where'd you get that cow? <laughs> yeah, where'd that cow come from? I don't remember the answer. I didn't write it down. Is there is there a clear answer? Or is it just 
I'm pretty sure there was. I, I, I was like, oh, they, they got the same exact one for whatever reason. <laughs> is it just a, for us, the viewer? <laughs> I, think it, I think it is. Just be like, hey, you remember this thing that's related to Fishmen? Well, guess what? There's more Fishmen stuff coming up. Yeah, I can't believe it. You know, I wasn't really sure if we were going to get any Fishman content at Fishman Island, but lucky for us, we know right away because of a sea cow. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I, I even pulled up the wiki and just did not, not addressed at all. Because the next thing that happens is uh, Nami trying to explain undersea currents. And, uh, oh, I guess Caribou does mention that, I guess they don't really explain how, like, particularly the cow that Arlong had got here in their <laughs> grasp, which who fucking cares is Maz Kanata handing Ray a lightsaber and saying, don't fucking worry about it. But yeah. it, 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 this matters so much less than that in plot relevance. But uh, Caribou does explain that these crews, you know, being having your ship pulled or guided by a sea monster is a, is a sign of a skilled captain, which are dangerous words around Luffy. <laughs> Because uh, he immediately was like, hmm, what's the most fucked up monster I could tame? Because I am uh, the strong, I'm going to be king of the pirates, so what's the equivalent sea monster? Uh, man himself. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> L- Luffy just somehow defeats the power of the sea and pulls it himself, even though he's a devil for it. So Nami covers up, she puts on a jacket because she's getting cold, which is yep. good for Sanji. <laughs> and uh, they tie up caribou. Uh, I wrote down that Chopper does a bone joke, and Brooke gets really upset that it gets stolen from him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, you can't do that, only I can. Yeah. <laughs> I have fo- so few things in life, please don't take my skull <laughs> jokes from me. Brooke is, like, constantly going in these episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, and I guess this is also true of, like, everyone. Maybe it's because they've been gone off screen for so long. Maybe it just feels heightened because of that, or, or maybe it is intentional, but everything out of Brooke's mouth is a skull joke. He'll interject when nothing's going on to make a fucking skull joke, or just a joke in general. And also Sanji's, of course, turned to 2000, so much so that it kills him. <laughs> well, when you miss your friends, you know. Um, <laughs> That's true. I, I think I, I Brooke, have, I, Brooke probably had it the worst out of everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, um... See, I have to warn everyone that whenever we can do extra life again in person, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be constantly going. No, I'm Jory, not you, me. <laughs> just mm-hmm. over and over again, it, just butting in the middle of like a a plug for what you can donate for. It's like I'm Jory, <laughs> and then and then you fall on the wall, forty five degrees, and you say Jory <laughs> joke. <laughs> it's a great fit. I'm excited to see it. Uh. <laughs> uh oh. anyway, sea currents. Yeah, that's how you cuz uh you don't want to get lost, but they got to be careful of the sea currents cuz they could end up in a sea volcano or a sea cliff and get sea killed. <laughs> exactly. Which reminds me of Kingdom Hearts 3 cuz when you when you're underwater, all of you just your spells get replaced by sea dash whatever the spell is, <laughs> including sea fire, which is stupid. <laughs> They ex- yeah, they explain all this shit about currents, including Brooke, who's like, these are some old-ass currents, they're older than me, <laughs> and um, everyone uh, does not understand, so they just drink tea. Yeah. Like, that is their response to not understanding. I'm sure that joke 
has cultural context that yeah, I'm not probably aware of. There. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do, laughed. I just don't get it. Yeah, I did like how like his image of it was like a a, a long Chinese dragon, like a Shenron from Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. If, if you go along the current, you can uh, make a wish, probably. Probably. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they should have got lost up in there. Maybe give give Zoro the keys. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't happen though. You know, if if Luffy had the Dragon Balls, he'd probably be a little bit more responsible than Goku and like wish his loved ones back instead of Goku just being like, "Nah, I don't want my dad back." <laughs> what? I mean, what would Luffy wish? Like, the thing is, Luffy doesn't want to do anything unfairly. So, like, what would like? I mean, I, I it's got a maybe Ace. That's but... the only thing I can think of. It, at least, well, sort of in Dragon Ball, at least because like Afterlife is a thing in that. Serious, like when Goku talks yeah. to his actual father figure, he's like, "Nah, I'm chill with being dead. Don't worry, dude." Which makes sense. Yeah, if you know, if afterlife is like a a thing, I don't. I that's a good. What would Luffy use the Dragon Balls for? The the longest for impose? Because the thing is, I definitively uh, know he would not meat. wish to be infinite meat or his brother. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he would he would never wish for like. Pe- like power to be king of yeah. the pirates or any of that he, shit. He didn't even want to hear whether or not the One Piece was real from Rayleigh. Like, no, no. He was like, nah, that's not, f- that's not, that's not the point. <laughs> the so, point is the adventure to find out. Yeah, it's the friends you make along the way. Literally, yeah. <laughs> all of that being said, of course, Caribou, <laughs> this motherfucker, uh, notices that something scary is happening below <laughs> them in the ocean near, I guess, a ocean floor. <laughs> They keep going deeper and deeper, but there keeps being more and more ground. <laughs> but yes, he notices something, and wouldn't you know it, it's just the Kraken. And upon seeing the Kraken, I'm sure it doesn't take long to realize that Luffy has found <laughs> the sea monster <laughs> that he wants to tame and pull his yep. ship. He makes a pog face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like this point, because at this point now, Caribou's ship has built up their courage and comes running after Luffy, and just immediately gets fucking destroyed by the Kraken. Yeah, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, there is, like, okay, sure. Like, they set up Caribou's brother, and, like, the moo cow, and all that shit, and it's like, no, they're all dead. Fuck it. It's just, Car- Caribou is now alone on this, on the Straw Hat ship. Which isn't even, he, he deserves worse to happen. Absolutely. And uh, Luffy's like, man, I wish I could just go fight him. And, um... Uh, I guess the one good thing Caribou does is is explain that. Well, I guess you could. <laughs> there is a there is a way to use bubbles to to go out underwater alone without a ship. So they do that. It's just kind of just you know screen wipes to them having done it. I don't even remember what they're called, but uh, they are. It is Luffy and Zoro and Sanji uh, coating themselves in bubbles so that way they can go out and fight the Kraken. And uh, this is a great chance for everyone to show off some of their new moves. Of course, also, they immediately uh, forget to have the safety ropes. So <laughs> they cannot get back to the ship very easily. No. I'm sure that'll go great. Uh, yeah, so the, as they're heading forward, the Kraken attacks the ship. Um, and this is, yeah, where everyone gets to... Sh- or some people get to show off some new moves. Uh, what's, what's, what's the order? Uh, Frankie uses some new rocket launchers in his shoulders. Uh, Chopper uses guard point, but now he's like the size of the ship when he does <laughs> yeah, it. He's even bigger. The big boy. And uh, Robin shows off that she can combine all of her hands into one big hand. And so she protects the ship. Uh, like she, she makes 
giant hands on the side of the ship to like stop it from hitting a uh, a boulder, a cliff, or something. Hers is uh, least surprising, which is I guess because we've seen pretty similar stuff in like the movies and uh, when she made like in, the wings. Thriller Bark, yeah, Thriller yeah. Bark wings. This is just like, what if I combine them into <laughs> into giant limbs? <laughs> Which is which is great, yeah. There is. Uh, I I think I mentioned the big feet from the from <laughs> yeah. the opening, so I hope this means now that you have noticed the big feet. <laughs> can uh can she make like giant hands to snap my neck or uh yeah? But we're talking about another character with giant hands who can snap your neck though. <laughs> Later, sure are. <laughs> uh, anyways, getting ahead of ourselves again. Yeah, this fight. I like this like quick little stuff to yeah. to show off their moves. And uh, Luffy's like, I'm going to show off my new move to be continued. And then 525, uh, he does it. He doesn't even get to use it. Like, he starts his attack, and then Sanji and Zoro go first, um, <laughs> which is funny. It just feels like uh, like like they're, like they're a video game where like I was like, I'm going to use my move first, but it takes longer to like charge up and load. <laughs> and then other people just go and do all of it for you. But yeah, he, he starts to use third gear. And he and covers. Like, oh, big deal! We've already seen that yeah. before. Yeah, but what if you stacked it with hockey? What <laughs> if you had a big hockey fist? <laughs> what if? Uh, we'll see. We'll see him actually use it in a second. Because Sanji runs. <laughs> San- Sanji runs so quick he just leaves the bubble. I feel like he <laughs> should die. I feel like they should kill him. Um, it literally took me a second to be like, oh, he doesn't have a devil fruit, so he's not. A- he can use attacks outside in water. <laughs> I'm just so used to not yeah. people not being able to fight in water in this fucking show. You know. Especially after Marine Fruit. I, I can be uh I I I could be uh an asshole and be like, well they're they're super underwater and the pressure will crush him. But... They should. <laughs> I had that question. Cause I, I'm willing I, I'm willing to believe that it creates like its own like pressurized inside the bubbles. <laughs> but yeah, but I guess also, there's not how how does he move that fast yet? underwater? Like how does how does he go that fast? They're anime boys. I don't know. They trained <laughs> for two years. But he does a big kick. It's not really that it's not really that different than what he did before, because it's still just the fucking Diablo Jambi thing. But uh he does a big fire like heated kick and uh Zoro does a really big attack that like fucking destroys a whole ass arm <laughs> of the of the crack and and now Luffy's done charging up uh, his ult, and uh, he hits him with his big hockey gear third attack, which he calls Elephant Gun. You'll find that all of his new hockey moves are named after animals, presumably because he trained them by hitting animals. <laughs> I'm unsure. And his arm gets all black. Yeah, yeah. So something that wasn't shown in the, like before the time skip, but they do now after, is that they actually just show you a, like, black coating for hockey like armament hockey because uh, when Rayleigh like before Luffy learned it it didn't look like anything was happening but now now they actually just animate it well now we can see it just like Luffy can that's that might be it or they just decided hey if I'm gonna use this full time I should visually make yeah. this thing <laughs> that's probably what it is it's something we have a visual representation of it yeah but I, I like it aesthetically I'm a fan of how hockey looks. I'm less of a fan of uh, how it simplifies a lot of battles. And it certainly makes uh, Logia fights a little less interesting. But that's also kind of the point, is to equalize things a bit. Um, anyways, Elephant Gun knocks the shit out of that Kraken. 
Uh, and there was a shark stuck in its gills. It has, yeah. a, and it, it has a shirt on. <laughs> it says Crimin on it. Did you recognize the logo? Have we seen it before? Oh, he talked about it. Okay. Which I apparently is short for criminal. I don't remember. I didn't remember that. It comes up. Yeah, later, that but... was new. I think. Yeah. But that was new to me. You know, I can't. <laughs> I can't wear clothing that supports like criminals. I don't have a follow up joke, but <laughs> no, or uh, try that like my uh my my criminal shirt answers a lot of questions about my occupation. <laughs> <that are> all... <laughs> it creates a lot of questions that are already answered by my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting name. It seems like it'd be something that's popular with, like, pirates, you know? There's probably, like, pirates who are, like, bikers in the universe. Mm -hmm. How they just get into the lifestyle of being a pirate, so they want clothing that's like, I stole this shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. Like, I'm sure that's something. Is that the equivalent of, like, the Walmart shirt that says, like, keep laughing, this is your girlfriend's or something? (laughs) Basically, I want to see Luffy in those embarrassing, like, sarcastic <laughs> t-shirts. I love being a, the only, like, positive thing about retail jobs is when you see, like, adult men who are, like, 50 years old wearing those. Mm-hmm. A shirt that's, like, silence is golden, duct tape is silver. Uh-huh. God, worst flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I know that Plot Quest did make an edit of Frankie wearing the, the like... The shirt that I yeah. found? Yeah, what what did it say? It was Mountain Dew, but I don't remember what it like. It was like I live on it or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's, it insinuated that he ran on Dew, which was very funny on Frankie. Where was I in my notes? Um, oh, the shark, little shark friend. Yeah. Um, wouldn't you know it? He'll be important later. But there's a little shark that comes out, and he goes shark. Yeah, and he leaves. Yeah. And then, uh, whoops! They're immediately stuck in a current. Uh, the ship is anyway. I guess I, I guess all of them are, but the the three bubble boys are separated <laughs> from the ship, and they're dead. <laughs> they're gone. And they're they're dead forever. The show is now about Nami. <laughs> I wish, uh, but actually, uh, they they you know they come to where the 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 crew does anyway on the, on the ship comes to, and they're like, oh man, the they they you know. Our three strongest people have been have been separated and, and lost in the sea, uh, and they're gonna they have to look for him with with Frankie's new searchlights, which he turns on, and you just Oof, this is this is great because you know that they're in the nips. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, Usopp and Chopper's being like, "Oh shit, where are they? I bet it's in his eyes. Oh no, oh man, does he have special sunglasses?" And it's just. His nipples. His nipples light up. You know, and I, I extra appreciate it because I was watching, I was watching some, something or I saw something on TV where they referred to someone poking through their shirt as having their high beams on. And I was like, that's, that's good there. <laughs> <laughs> that's some, I don't even know if that's intentional, but that's a really funny thing. <laughs> Frankie also just seems like a guy like redesigning spot like, oh shit, what if my nipples had lights in them? Oh hell yeah, that would, that would be sick. How do I make, yeah? How do I make myself fully functional? <laughs> I gotta use I gotta utilize the nips. They talk about how anime boys never have nips. Frankie's like, "Fuck you, mine glow." Mario has nips. That's true. Unless they patch them out. Do they patch? Oh, they, they fucking nerf his nips. <laughs> I, well, it's just like they nerfed Snake's ass in Smash they Ultimate. Nerfed, I, they they nerfed Snake's ass. God. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Frankie, uh, Frankie does use those headlights for uh, uh, Morse code a little bit, which is fun. Oh yeah, I forgot when he does the ship that. Pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the Sunny also has lights in its eyes. Yeah, 
No, this which is they, interesting or cool. N- no, they don't even. I don't. I don't even think they directly mention it. They just sh- show it uh, <laughs> yeah. as they're sailing around under under the sea. Yeah. So they they go through some jellyfish. That's bad. Uh, <laughs> y'all saw Finding Nemo, right? Like it's underwater bad. <laughs> Chopper is excited about the. Who is it that's excited about? I'm the pretty jellyfish? sure that Chopper wants to touch him, and they're like, uh, uh-uh, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's Robin who's like, those are poisonous. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, because Chopper says they look like cotton candy. And, you know, as the Straw Hat's pet, that's his favorite mm-hmm. food. It is. That is canon. <laughs> it's, in his, it's in his epithet <laughs> that he is cotton candy lover Chopper. <laughs> but yeah, Robin says no. And uh, as they're like starting to cover the ship, Frankie's like, shit, I guess I got to use Kuda Burst. Uh, and he does, but it's, it uses uh, some of the air that they have in the bubble. Which is a in limited supply due to their whole under the sea situation, and there's some goofs that entail after this as they get away. I didn't write any of them down, <laughs> uh, but there is everyone's silly, everyone's happy to be together again. But eventually, someone notices that Caribou has escaped. He is currently a soup in a barrel, yeah. and he gives this a monologue about how he's going to sneak <laughs> up on them and. Uh, kill them and take their ship and this goes on for a long time and it's like you know menacing music is playing and it's like oh man i actually am like bummed out about that he's able to do this but uh in the background frankie just walks <laughs> just by and him. notices him <laughs> so he he continues like the second half of his speech with frankie just like staring him down and then uh and then he like just locks him up in the barrel <laughs> good that's where he belongs yeah and i'm surely he'll never get out of that barrel and he can't sludge himself out of that. No. Um, they, I think they noticed, like, Frankie mentions that he is like, yeah, he's like a soup in there. Must have a devil fruit. Should have killed him. Should have thrown him off earlier. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they, they seem so nonplussed by this guy. Like, not, even with their, their three strongest boys gone, they don't really feel threatened in any way by him. They're just like, eh, you know, leave him in the barrel. Fuck it. Like, they're like, eh, we won't, like, throw him overboard and kill him, but just leave him in the barrel. Uh, and also, like, other and more important shit just keeps happening. Like, now, uh, Nami has to take off her jacket because it's suddenly very fucking warm. Uh, and they can see smoke. Oh, no, it's an underwater volcano. And uh, between that and a bunch of other sea monsters, Frankie is just kind of forced to use the coup to burst, like, I don't know, two, three more times? Uh, the, the, the wiki here says four times. But eventually he stops and he's like, look, I can't do it anymore. We don't have enough air. <laughs> so we're just going to have to hope that we're good from here on out. And they see a big light and they're like, oh, I, is this when he tries the Morse code? Or is that yeah, later? He's, he's using his, his mini hands on his nipples to like send so a message. <laughs> it's a very good visual. I love that he just has tiny hands in his big hand. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going towards this light. And, oh, no, that's an anglerfish. It's a very big anglerfish. Uh, I did see Finding Nemo is the thing. Uh, I know that's not good. And, oh, hold on, this is maybe worse. There's a giant baby under here. <laughs> yeah. Who is, is some kind of fish? Like, uh, they... They say he, it's some kind of fish. I don't know he if is he's a, actually a, that kind of fish. A but... tiger blowfish fish man. Yeah. Why not Sumi? And I'm not a fan. He's he is large... also apparently 25. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> that's just what happens when you're 25. You're just a giant baby. 
80 meters high. <laughs> Fucking Watatsu me. Yeah, it, he's a big baby man. And uh, he punches the fish. I think that happened now. Or does it happen? Yeah, he does punch it here. And a ship enters the frame. A, a ghostly looking ship. And it's uh, sail. Says the Flying Dutchman. That's the that's the cliffhanger sure. to be fucking yep. continued. We we can we can do that here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> whenever they reference like real nautical stuff, I was like, okay, sure, <laughs> we can do that here. There's we a can lot just call of that the Flying here, Dutchman. <laughs> like, there's a Flying Dutchman. There's a Neptune. There, there's yeah. a Noah. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of that. There's a lot of names going on right now, um, in Fishman Island specifically. Uh, and five twenty six. We're moving right along to the next episode. The ship, the Flying Dutchman, uh, starts to have some scary words echoed from it, like "dead men tell no tales." Shit, like one of these quotes is gonna turn into fucking pirate Pirates of the Caribbean seven, because they're just running out of shit to say from the song. Uh, we learn that these words come from a scary pirate whose name is Vander Decken. He says his name. <laughs> what a good name. It's a solid name, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, Brooke has a flashback to uh, his ghost ship. Everyone's like, look, we did this before, but Brooke was fine. Maybe this is fine. <laughs> I also liked when they see the biggest skull on the ship. Brooke's like, me? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's a good joke as well. Because that's immediately what I thought. I was like, oh, that looks like Brooke. And they're like, oh, wait, it just looks like a fucking It's just a skeleton. Skull. It's like whenever I see a, like, a metal skeleton, your brain, like my brain just goes, like Terminator. It's like, oh, no, this <laughs> is what a metal skeleton is going to look like. Yeah. Brooke tells a legend of Vanderdecken. He seems to know <laughs> about Vanderdecken. I didn't write down the specifics, uh, but it seems to just be a, a famous old name that he's like, yeah. yeah. Before his time. Yeah. He's like before um, the Great Pirate Era and everything. That's old. Uh, must really be a ghost in there then. Maybe Fishman live a long time? I don't know. Uh, maybe who could say? Uh, I, the ship seems to control the baby. <laughs> the 25 year old adult <laughs> <Yeah>. son. <laughs> see, this is me. Well, I'm 26 <laughs> now, but let's see. Yeah. Do you, it's, do you kin Wadatsumi? Uh, d- see, I. <laughs> Uh, Griffin McElroy, I'm not sure what kidding is. <laughs> I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> I mean, the simple version is you see a character and you say, that's me. Most people do it because of, like, trauma. But that character went through hardships that make me, that relate to how I've gone through hardships. Mm. Kin. None of you are free from kin. Uh, <laughs> anyways. The big baby is here. And, uh, oh, what, a, the big baby is gonna cause a lot of problems. Wait. Hold on, the Kraken's back! Uh-oh. And even better, it can fucking aura-aura. <laughs> <laughs> it sure can! It aura-aura is the big baby to shit. And he's controlled by Luffy. <laughs> well, of course, I knew that was, that was coming. Yeah, that, that's, that's the least surprising <laughs> fucking reveal. Um, what's funny <laughs> is that the, all of them are forced to share one bubble. So Luffy, yeah. <laughs> Sanji, and Zoro are all in one bubble now. <laughs> And uh, pretty much immediately, Luffy has now gotten his wish, and the Kraken is going to be pulling the Thousand Sunny. And they get out of the bubble. I don't think they explain it now, but the reason they're in one is because uh, I think it's Luffy's and Zoro's pop immediately. And I, I, yeah. don't, remember, I don't remember who's survived. I, it was either Sanji's or, or Zoro's. But 
though I probably wrote it down when we get to that detail. But shit just keeps happening. Uh, now they're going towards like they're following. I think Vanderdecken, but they're going towards a volcano. So like Vanderdecken like is coming back towards them, <laughs> and then the Kraken is like, "Oh shit, I'm also gonna turn around." <laughs> And it's like using its legs to run rather than swim. And they're like complaining about how slow it is. Um, funny stuff. As they get closer, like they're, they're farther away from it. The, the, the volcano erupts and they're nearing a trench. And Nami's like, jump into the trench. And everyone's like, why? <laughs> that seems bad. But they do it. You trust Nami, of course. Yeah. And here's a detail that I like. I'm a big fan of. Uh, Zoro's like, I gotta cut these rocks. These rocks are falling on us. I gotta cut them. And they're like, No, you can't. We are now too deep. The pressure would kill you. <laughs> but someone that you might not have assumed would be the strongest person to solve the problem can. And Usopp saves the day. And I like that. I like that Zoro's Zoro's brute strength is not the 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 right tool all the time. Sometimes you need an Usopp who can shoot some pop greens that turn into seaweed and. <laughs> hold back some boulders for 60 seconds until they get away. And uh, they're free. They, they, they survived. They're drifting downwards. And then one of the boulders comes down and knocks out the Kraken and they're fucked. And then they drift off uh, forever. <laughs> and they die. And that's the end of the show. They didn't make yeah. it. They keep dying. It's fucked up. It's fucked up! Why do they do that? Oh, wait. Uh, they woke up. <laughs> um, the narrator says that this is now 10,000 meters under the sea the sunny conveniently landed on the kraken uh and it's like really bright here that's fucking weird you'd think they went further down in the water it wouldn't get brighter it would get darker and then as they start to wake up in this bright place maybe they're dead maybe they're in heaven hold on wait a minute they made it that's fishman island over there in a fucking bubble yep a second bubble it's a double layer bubble i wrote down here that sanji's gonna die but i don't remember why (laughs) I don't remember anything specific with Sanji. Um, oh no, I think they're trying to control his like they're trying to rehab him, you know? Like They are <laughs> yeah, they they are like trying to show him increasingly distant photos of <laughs> Robin like of Robin and Nami trying to just be like, you know, you gotta work yourself up to how hot they are. Um I like I my favorite joke probably of those visual gags is one of them is just a very close up picture of Nami's eye. <laughs> um that one that one made me laugh. And yeah, so I maybe he's having a daydream about mermaids or something too. Now that they made it, I don't know. I just wrote down the Sanji's gonna die. There, you know, the, I think the Kraken wakes up and they're starting to starting to move towards uh, the island now. Fish, Fishman Island floating up in its fucking bubble, and uh, they're on their way. But whoops, they're surrounded by sea kings now, and there's someone riding the back of one of them. They haven't even gotten to the island yet. Nope, they're already being blocked off. We pick up right there in the next episode. 527. The first thing that happens is that these people riding the Sea Kings, they're fishmen. We learned the main one, his name is Hammond. He's a dagger tooth pike conger. Is that saying that right? Hmm. He's a fishman. <laughs> and uh his name is Hammond. And he's and he's leading these uh this this group of three, this squad of fishmen. And uh first thing he does is uh get really mad at the Kraken. He's like, How fucking dare you listen to these humans? Don't you know that they're the worst? And the Kraken runs away. Um, and now the ship's, like, sinking, which is bad. And the fishmen start to talk to Luffy. They're like, hey, we know who you are. You have a reputation. In fact, you have two competing reputations. We, 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 ha- we hate you for fucking up our lung. 
But also you helped Hachan and and like saved him and Kami from the Celestial Dragons. He punched the Celestial Dragon just like Fisher Tiger did. I don't know how to how to get it have both of these things constant in my mind that's everyone's very confused about fucking what luffy really thinks about fishman <laughs> so far because yeah he beat up arlong but also well, like well arlong was bad like these are two different things <laughs> well, and we'll we'll deal with that uh i think consistently throughout this for a while but uh they tell him hammond is like look you got two options now you're gonna enlist with the fishman pirates uh or you're gonna die nami's like well he's not gonna do that so we should probably prepare ourselves to run away (laughs) uh and she's right uh her is i think it's frankie and usopp who are like preparing for one final coup to burst just to like break into the island and they're correct because pretty quickly luffy's like uh no i wouldn't do that and then he like makes some face and i think he calls them stinky or something i don't know (laughs) he makes some derogatory remark about the fact that they're fish yeah, why why would you join up with them when you're going to be king of the pirates? That's true, you can't be king of the pirates if you're under the fishmen pirates. And, uh, yeah, so he, he does that, and they're like, well, this, uh, is bad. Um, so they, they run away. And, uh, they use one final coup to burst, and it's gonna use up all of the, uh, the air they have left. It does, it, like, it's, the way it, like, it shrinks each time the bubble that's coating them it eventually gets to the point where it's, like, pushing them down against the ground. Like, Usopp's, like, flattened against the the lawn of the thousand sunny it uh you know it's shooting towards the air no one knows what the I, my favorite thing about the cuda burst is that no one ever knows what the fuck is going on when they see it <laughs> which is it's just great i'm glad that that's consistent no one's like ah this is their patented cuda burst technique it's just what the fuck is that why is a ship doing that <laughs> uh but it makes contact with this bubble uh with the in the fishman island and uh, it bursts through it it loses its coating and oh no this whole bubble is water i don't know if like someone says it or just thinks it because they're underwater now but there's another bubble they have to pass through to get into the the actual fishman island part it kind of like fades to black before we like really know what happens to them i think am i if i miss they like they just they break through and then it seems like they don't really show them getting through the second time, and then they wake up. <laughs> Before they wake up, we see the Fishman Pirates that we were just talking about, led by Hammond. There's a couple key groups of Fishman Pirates, so I just want to be specific. <laughs> but he's like, ah, shit, we have to make sure that we find Luffy before the Neptune army does. <laughs> but first, they have to return to Noah, which is a place, not a person, uh, and they have to tell their boss. Surely we'll figure out who that is later. Uh, but for now, Luffy wakes up, and wouldn't you know it, they fucking made it to Fishman Island. Yeah, He's, I'm surprised. They did it. We've been talking about it for what, 300 episodes. <laughs> I, it, I probably came up the first time in Arlong Park. Yeah. But, like, I think I think it's been, like, a a confirmed destination uh, since Enya's Lobby. Yeah, I think that's that's about where. And But he wakes up. He's surrounded by a couple of his friends. It's like Chopper, Usopp, and Sanji, I think, are here. Because the uh, spoilers are fucking separated again. And, yeah, Sanji, Usopp, and Chopper, and uh, some mermaids, uh, including Kami. Kami found them. Yeah. They're also fully dressed out in crimin outfits. Briefly. They change back, like, immediately, but... Which I wish they just kept on the crimin clothes. (laughs) 
You, know, you, you think they, they have these new designs. You think they're they're going to not use them? That's the thing. I'm like, they have to switch back to the, for at least like one whole arc. And then, and then they can get more uh, creative. It's funny though, because once you put Luffy in like a regular t-shirt, I'm like, this is, no time has passed. This is <laughs> like, if you can't see his scar, it's the yeah. same boy. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, so they, uh, they talk for a little bit. Um, you know, they kind of, you know, address the situation that they're separated. I like, I really like Kami's little house with the, like, yeah. pool in it that she can, like, float around in, but still interact with people who can't swim. Yeah, that's really cool. I like her little, her little friends, ha- and we see her using them, the, like, floaty ring, but it's a bubble so that they can, like, swim around in not water, basically. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how the, the, the mermaids and fish people can, like, navigate uh a a location that is simultaneously underwater and also not underwater (laughs) like there's like so much water built into fishman island but also it is mostly like habitable by human men um but yeah we we should have mentioned that these little mermaids that we're talking about are actually just very small yeah i thought i thought they were like they were gonna be like her like little sisters or something like no they're just her buds there's friends yeah they're just friends uh, uh i'm learning now that they are called the madaka mermaid quintuplets yeah because they're 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 like it's it's a little bit more than it but the joke is they're each nissan yan and yan too yeah <laughs> which is really good it's really funny uh <laughs> apparently they are like oh i guess the viz media calls them the guppy mermaid quintuplets Little ja- they're Japanese rice fish mermaids. Oh. Um, everything's like a cross, I guess. Yeah, they're little bodies, <laughs> and uh, one of them they all have little hats. I like how they all they have little hats. They have like slightly different outfits, and they all just say, each say the same thing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. each one just repeats the previous what the previous one said. Yeah, they're they're little buddies, and uh, yeah, so they help carry stuff around here. <laughs> the Kami- Wik- Wikipedia says their affiliation is neutral. <laughs> <laughs> good good <laughs> i was i was worried yeah they so they say that they are uh the, the wiki says in the girls dorms of the mermaid cove which yeah g- gets sanji all riled up Sanji's just sanji is just horned up this entire time <laughs> yeah no it's a it's a problem um <laughs> there's there's much to discuss in the sanji field uh yeah so also she mentions uh a mermaid cafe where she works. Hell yeah. Which is, you know, cool. would be cool <laughs> if Sanji wasn't there. And uh, he very quickly starts to enter the death throes at just the mention of it. <laughs> so they're on their way. They're just going to go. Uh, you know, the, so the straw hats have changed back into their, their normal clothes now. Um, and they go on to Sea Turtle Elevator, which is cool. Everything about Fish Island's cool, even if I don't can't really make sense of its landscape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I, I would love to, like, see an actual 3D model of this that actually connects all of these absurd ideas into a functional world. But you don't actually have to do that for a manga or a cartoon. <laughs> so, who cares? We learn a bunch of information just constantly. Uh, they ask about Hachan. He's in the Fishman District recovering from his injury still. Papagoo has a mansion in Fishverly Hills, which is a very... Not clever name. That's where all the, the rich people live. Uh, so she's showing off this like water tunnel system and like how the 
the, the turtle takes them around and how she can move through water without it. And uh, eventually, like the she separates off from the group to do that, like to go through these tunnels. And the rest of these these humans and Chopper, who is hu- a, a human a, a sort of, they reach this like pseudo surface now. And also the sky is bright still, um, which we'll talk about why later. But doesn't really like it doesn't look super different than like a normal island would. So there's like it's interesting because there's like pillars and like highways essentially above them of water. But, like, all these humans just have, like, a normal basic island on them. And there's, like, pools around them, like, in the ground. So, like, a lot of mermaids are in those also. Awful for us to describe in podcast form, but, if you know, watch it. <laughs> look at pictures of it. Hopefully you're watching it. I, sure, I, surely we have listeners who don't. But, um, anyways. Uh, oh, no, there's hot mermaids here. I, w- I referred to the mermaids in the pools. Uh, they are here and they're hot. And Oh, the boy, big- are they. And they make one fatal mistake of being nice to Sanji. <laughs> and he decides if this is where I die, it's a good fucking way to go. He, he says he found his all blue and he dives in <laughs> full, full heart eyes. And they're just they're just happy to 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 see a human man, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I can't really think of any reason why they're like accepting of Sanji. I guess pirate they they know they're pirates and that's like exciting to them. I don't know. It's also like I- I'm sure their job is at the Mermaid Cafe, but I also like to imagine their job is to th- their existence outside of whenever they work is existing in a paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like- <laughs> they're just mermaids who happen to be here, but they know it came me and they're like. Oh, a cute boy. And he's like, I'm diving in. I'm horned up. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Which I mean, I think is like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just mad at Sanji. Sanji, <laughs> Sanji unfortunately has nice. like, a, a, like half of the show, uh, like from Saba Odi on, it's like either he's gone or he sucks. And there's like just 400 episodes of the show <laughs> where Sanji's not a character for me anymore. <laughs> He'll get better eventually though. How come, how come Sanji gets to do this and I don't? <laughs> How come Sanji gets to exist with the mermaids and I don't? Um, bad news. Mermaids aren't real. <laughs> well, I'm still not going to... See, this is just what I'm going to attach to my dream. I want to be a vampire pirate who who lives with hot mermaid babes. And uh, I still only have vampire or Spider-Man. I don't need both, just one <laughs> or the other. How fucked up would vampire Spider-Man be? I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation on the podcast before. <laughs> and I googled vampire Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, probably. Sounds uh, familiar. Different podcast, but do you think Peter Parker could develop a suit that re- like reflects sunlight so he doesn't get dyed by being outside during the day as Spider-Man? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Like, Mo- fucking Morbius was supposed to come out this year. Like that's what comes up if I search Vampire Spider-Man. Is fucking Jer- <laughs> Jared Leto's Morbius? I forgot that that was being made. That's a Sony uh, one, right? That's yeah. Sort of connected to Venom. I'm surprised it hasn't been fucking, like, punted to streaming by now. It's just been instead forgotten. (laughs) No one missed it. Anyways. Yeah, so Sanji's having a great time. Uh, This is basically the end of the episode. But first, uh, we see the the Fishman District. We see Noah. It is what you might have expected. A big fucking ark sunk under the sea. We see Hammond reporting to the leader of the Fishman Pirates. I don't believe we don't get his name yet. I don't even know if you really see him. No, I think he's like in the shadows. Yeah, I think he's just in the. Yeah, I'm looking at the 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 wiki here. Does say his name shadowed. So 
that is the end of 527. We'll move on now to 528. Nami. Remember Nami? <laughs> oh, yeah. She wakes up. She's just, like, on, on the beach of, of, uh, of a shore on Fishman Island, much like, you know, we were just at with Luffy, but somewhere else. She wakes up, and she is looking around. She's alone, and she sees something coming at her in the water. Oh, fuck, what is that? It's getting bigger and bigger and getting closer. It's Frankie. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I immediately knew it was gonna be Frankie, and I like that he has a he has this like mohawk too, which makes me just feel like it's intentionally him trying to look like a shark. Uh, but he's holding Robin, um, who is like unconscious because he's getting her from the water, of course. Uh, you know, he talks to Nami about like the situation, them all being separated again. She's like, "We just got back together." <laughs> uh, and he's like, "You know, we're all strong now. I'm not really worried about any of us, but I." Do you want to know where the fuck our boat is? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I would like to know where the boat is. Yeah, it is not answered yet as <laughs> as of this podcast episode. For all I know, this is where they get a new boat. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. It's just gone. Yeah, it's made from the world tree. Who gives a shit, though? Yeah. New boat. <laughs> it's kind of important. Uh, but that's really the end of that scene. We'll check in on them. Uh, not really, actually, again later, but kind of. Uh, we cut back now to Sanji, who is throwing himself into the mermaid zone. <laughs> Luffy's just hanging out. Luffy's like, oh, it fucking sucks that I can stretch, but I can't swim, huh? Kami's like, well, I got something for you. <laughs> bubbles! The solution to all of our fucking problem is bubbles, but he doesn't actually get the bubble or swim here. Uh, he asks about, he's like, I have, I have to ask about seeing someone. And Kami's like, oh, I bet you want to see the mermaid princess. And he's like, no, no, no. Uh, Jinbei? <laughs> yeah. You and know. Usopp's like, you mean the warlord? Or I guess the former warlord. Um, and Kami's like, yeah, we call him Boss Jinbei here. And Luffy's like, yeah, he's my friend. He helped, pull me, he helped put me back together after my brother died. And Usopp's just like, why do you keep making friends like this? What happens when we're not around you? Also, and why the don't you talk to us? Yeah, why oh, yeah. can't you talk to us, Luffy? Please, we want to know things about you. <laughs> yeah, no one knows anything until it comes up. You know, if I were Luffy... Do you... I mean, think about this now. L- Luffy is now, like, the one person. Like, Luffy, Dadon... Like, very few people know about Sabo's existence. Yeah. Is the thing. <laughs> None of the Straw Hats do. <laughs> no, they don't need to. No, but what were you saying? <laughs> uh, if I was Luffy, just as soon as I saw any Fishman person, I'd just be like, hey, do you know Jinbei? <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically what's happening here. That, like, just like stopping from it, I'd be like, hold up, before you like make me, have you talked to my good pal Jinbei recently? <laughs> <laughs> my dad is a Fishman. <laughs> <laughs> Either it could get a... <laughs> out of trouble or they'd be like Into why trouble. the fuck would you lie about being friends with Jimbei? now we're going to kill you yeah <laughs> what you just assume all fishmen know Jimbei? yeah that's probably what it would be that'd also be pretty funny yeah <laughs> the answer actually unfortunately is yes <laughs> of course absolutely they all know him i'd yeah. hope they'd all know who he is considering mm-hmm. his posi- what his position was yeah but uh yeah so he asks about Jimbei. And Kami explains, like, since he stopped being a warlord. Also, Kami pays more attention than Usopp because she's like, oh, yeah, he was there when you went back to Marineford to ring the bell. And like, Usopp, why didn't you know that? (laughs) Uh, But anyways, she explains that now that he's not a warlord, the, like, I guess government of Fishman Island can't treat him special. He is now just a pirate to them. 
So he can't mm. actually just stay on the island. So he is uh he he is in the the fishman pirate zone. I I I presume that's still Noah. I think that she's talking about, but I guess it's not really clear from the current information. Um, but they say he has to be treated like a pirate again. And uh, before we can, like, I think Kane was like, "Oh, it's not far. We can go there." Uh, too bad. A palace ship is here now. A ship coming from the royal palace, which is like a it, the ship is like a big eel with like a boat on its back. <laughs> And, like, you know, bubbles to help it fly, I guess, over them. Everything about Fish Magnum is so fucking fantastical. It's weird, almost, yeah. to just be like, okay, cool, this is just the normal shit to happen now. Which is kind of, I think, why it strikes me in similar veins as Skypea, Where it's just like, this fa- this place feels so separated from yeah, the world the, that we're normally the, in. It's in, it's, it's in like, a magical bubble under the sea that just has oxygen. Yeah, of course, why not? And sunlight. It's, 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 I mean, it's kind of it's like just the opposite of Skypea. What if you went yeah. down? <laughs> <laughs> what if you went down? Uh, wait till Luffy gets... I hope Luffy goes to hell at some point. Uh, anyways. That should be One Piece Part 9, Luffy goes to hell. <laughs> That's my Friday the 13th joke. <laughs> Good. Isn't that which... I, I, I saw someone recently log that on Letterboxd. The plot of that movie is a, a worm... From hell turns people into Jason. So yeah, sort of. <laughs> so what it is is it has the best opening sequence of, of any slasher movie ever, where it starts off with like the the half naked teen girl running through the woods away from Jason, and they get in, and Jason's chasing after her slow, and they get into a clearing, and a bunch of floodlights flash on. Oh and yes, the I've FBI seen that. is posted up, and they just fucking blast him to bits. <laughs> And then, yeah, he's like a worm that infects people and turns them into him, which is really stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the, the review I read on Letterboxd was like, I knew the movie was about a worm that turned people into Jason, but it really fucking is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> One star. <laughs> great, great bit. Great tangent. The, the pile of ship comes down, and wouldn't you know it, the three princes of the fucking kingdom are just here. <laughs> the Neptune brothers. Why do they have to look like the most fucked up? <laughs> They're interesting looking. I really don't care for the... The, the main the, one looks like... The main one's he, fine. He, yeah, he looks fine. The other two, I don't like them. Yeah, the main one has blue hair. He's fine. He's wide. Fish-like. But then, like, the second one uh, has, ends all of his... It, like, looks fucked up. But also, like, every... Uh, he ends all of his sentences with, like, uh, do re mi fa, Like, he sings some notes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one just kind of raps at you. The other one just looks like a guy, but all he's just a weird like... guy that raps at you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's that's them. Uh. I. I. Yeah. I don't care for the other two, but I think the main, the middle one is fine. Whatever the fuck, they have names. Uh. I think the main one is Fukabashi. That sounds right. And the other two are Ryubashi and Manbashi. Um. Ryubashi being the second one we referred to. What the? It, some he just is a neck. With a fucked up face, he is the worm that turns you into Jason. <laughs> yep. And my, yeah, Man Bashi's just a man uh, who like dances and raps at you, or at least in the English dub, he raps at you. If he's supposed to rap, I don't. I'm not familiar enough with Japanese to pick up on it. I haven't seen the original Japanese in a long time. The main one, Fukubashi's like there was some illegal entry, like a ship busted in. Uh, does anyone know who did that? Um, also, it's worth mentioning that when they see the palace ship roll up, uh, Kami and the other mermaids are like, uh, y'all are pirates, we should probably hide you. <laughs> um, so they hide them, 
And uh, that's very unfortunate for Sanji. Oof. Because... Well, depends on... Uh, I, I mean, for him, it's not un- too unfortunate. Well, I mean, in I the mean, grand scheme of things. <laughs> he's happy about it. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, uh, a very nice mermaid's, like, come over here and, like, pulls him in to, like, shield him from eyes. But, like... Th- <laughs> As you might have already just from me saying that, imagine that is head into chest motion. Yeah. Um, and there's a long extended sequence of him being like, what is this surface that my face is upon? Could it be a marshmallow? No, no. <laughs> too firm for that, but could it be too soft to be melons. And it's just, it goes on for a long time. And it, like the, the thing with Sanji is like, it, it is all, I, I can't even just be like, haha, horny man funny. Cause like all of this, all of this, I, I have to view through the lens of his transphobia. <laughs> well, it's because... And, ho- and homophobia. Yeah, because he, he's finally around real women. That he has to he has to keep saying that about that, That's this. the thing. He has, to, he has to keep saying it. If all, like, here's the thing. It would still be, like, horny and probably kind of annoying, but I wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> I, I, w- I would be able to say the fact that his blood loss turns into a real medical condition is fucking funny. But instead, <laughs> I have to be mad about, like, all of the context it exists in. Um, and I get m- way more mad later on, but for now. Um, it's just, yeah, the, the extended booby bit. Um, and when he opens his eyes and realizes where he is, it, it gets bad. But uh, for now... Uh, I'll just talk about the conversation that the that the the prince is having, like just saying, like, "Hey, where are they? <laughs> do you, do you know what's going on?" And um, no, they don't. They don't. They're, They're doing a lie. They are lying to princes. How fucking dare they? Um, but yeah. So pretty quickly, actually, when when Sanji realizes he is in he is in the mermaid titty, <laughs> he gets a nosebleed so bad that he blows their cover, like. <laughs> It shoots into the sky, and it's not even just for gag. It is like the princess see that shit, and when Luffy and Chopper run over to make sure he's okay, and he's not, you know, everyone notices that, and the and the princes are like, "Oh, I I recognize that. Those are the Straw Hat Pirates." Like he pulls out poster of them. It's like that's that's Luffy, toe to tip. <laughs> it's kind of weird how this is all handled when they reveal why they're really here, but. They roll, so they roll out the some palace knights, like some guards or whatever, come down. We go to an eye catch. When we come back, we see Zoro in a random forest and then be surrounded by guards. I guess just for context for later, because that scene ends immediately. But back to Luffy. Th- this is the point where the, the Sanji blood loss is actually very serious. Uh, Chopper is like, we know, like, uh, does anyone here have this blood type? I know it's rare, but... You know, I'm worried that our friend is going to actually die. You know, he Kami is like, uh, Chopper, your question's a little complicated. And, uh, we hear a laugh come from, I don't know, the left, <laughs> the left of them. And it's like, <laughs> hubba, 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 hubba. and, uh, it's the fishman pilots from earlier. It's Hammond. The, the princes recognize Hammond and Hammond explains that it's illegal. For fishmen and humans to have blood transfusion between them. It's a law. And the humans set that law because they hate us. Fisher Tiger died because of that prejudice. And I think this conversation goes on for a little bit, but eventually Luffy goes second gear and beats the shit out of all of them. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, and the way it's animated is so good because it's like you don't even see his arm move. You just see people like fly the fuck back. It honestly reminds I rewatched Django Unchained recently, and there's one very funny 
uh, like visual comedy gag where like he shoots someone and they just like at a weird angle and they just fly straight back like in a very unhumanly way possible <laughs> dragged by a special effects team. It just kind of <laughs> reminds me of that where it's like, yeah, I do the bit and then like comedically they just fly the fuck back. Like they're ripped on a string. And yes, uh, he, you know, there's three people. He knocks them all down instantaneously. And uh, they have a big beast with them that comes up too. And Luffy just puts his hand up to it. And I guess he uses, con- I, he, uses he does use Conqueror's Hockey. And it just like listens to him now. And I think Usopp's like, oh, okay, he can just do that now. Great. Yep. He can, he can just tame a beast. <laughs> and uh, all very quickly this happens. Kami has commandeered the palace ship and says, Luffy... We gotta go look for someone who has Sanji's blood type. I think there's humans. There should be some humans in town. Chopper did say he has rare blood. Yeah, it's like I think it's like type F or some shit. I don't uh, know. I, it's like SRH minus or like Yeah, <laughs> I, I rolled one of that in my gotcha game recently. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely rare. Um, and uh, they go into town. Uh, or rather, rather Luffy like grabs up his friends in one stretchy arm and reaches up to the ship with his other, and they just commandeer the fucking ship. Yep. The eel thing just listens to Kami and is like, "Okay, I'm going to town <laughs> for whatever reason." And uh, she's like, "Hopefully, there's some humans there," and they leave. Um, and the princes are like, "Hey, what the fuck just happened?" <laughs> and uh, they go on to explain like, "It's it's you know, it's a shame that you hid them from us. We weren't." mad at them once we realized it was the straw hats we wanted to talk because we have a message from Jinbei. <laughs> uh, so that's classic. yeah uh, very classic much comedy of errors yeah v- very much just oh man if this one little thing happened there wouldn't be disastrous effects <laughs> uh but that's the end of that episode 528 we move on now to 529 uh they're in town looking for a donor for blood uh, and we cut to the mermaids uh, a little bit after they left. Uh, the mermaids unfortunately find a barrel. They're like, ah, oh, what's in it? Probably something expensive. Let's bust into it. Yeah, I bet it's like, <laughs> what if it's food and needs to be refrigerated? We have to. Uh, yeah, we don't see the consequences of that yet. Yeah, but but, but we 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 can dread, you know, many fears on our shirt. You know, I I was hoping that. Because I'm going to spoil it just a little bit. I was hoping they'd bust him out and then beat the shit out of him. And then he'd just be dealt with for a little bit. But that's not God, I wish that exclusively bad things happened to him. Not it would because be of really him. funny. It would, it would be, be really funny. It would be funny. funny and satisfying emotionally. However. <laughs> only, only twice he gets two. But yeah, so that's the end of that scene for now. And we go back to Sanji getting... Uh, his blood transfused. He doesn't remember anything that's going on. Uh, he's like, I don't remember. My memory just blacks out. I don't know why I lost all this blood or why I'm in the hospital now. <laughs> don't think about it. <laughs> don't think about it. Yeah, Chopper's like, you don't want to relapse. You don't want those memories to come back to you yet. You're not ready. And are you ready for this to somehow get so much worse than it ever was? <laughs> you know, uh, I was exp- when they're like, oh. Here's the here's who you got the blood from. I was expecting something bad, but not this bad. It's so bad. It it's it's something about it. I don't. There's something about the disconnect that like of of the two things that they're making fun of here 
that make me just irrational, like not even, not ir- I'm rationally angry <laughs> about it. It is rational how angry I am about it. Um, Cause like, you know, uh, Usopp's like, don't you want to meet the people who uh, gave you the blood? Uh, there's so many things about it that I'm angry about, but like it starts um, one, it's clearly a thing that they're doing intentionally to rehabilitate this man from being horny for women. There's like a silhouette on the, the curtains in the hospital room, I guess. And it's like clearly like feminine shape. There's like, you know, slender arms and there's, there's titty hourglass figure dancing around. He's, he's imagining some dialogue that's like, Oh, we share a bond now. Cause we share blood. I, I would assume like, that's the thing. Like, I guess it's all in his head, but like, yeah, it's it's strange, and uh, he's getting horned up for it, and then they pull aside the curtains, and it's just two very homophobically, stereotypically drawn men. It's just, like, big buff men, clearly wearing makeup, but, like, poorly, and who speak in very flamboyant, but deep masculine voices. They, they and basically just speak, they, they're just, like, the new comma island. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, Kalibaka it's island people. That's the, like, that's the thing. I don't feel like they're. It, it doesn't feel like they're trying to do the cross dressing bit. It just feels like the. Yeah, this is <laughs> what gay men are like. But the th- the thing is, e- even if it's supposed to be Sanji's imagination, just marrying that to the silhouettes and shit before they're revealed. Oh, just I like, think they definitely look like that. It's just his imagination was the silhouettes and like the dialogue. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's the thing. I, I guess it's just like yeah. that being paired with like the with the silhouettes just makes me again with like that like tricking people, <laughs> gross stereotype that it keeps happening. And uh, I again like matters worse that are I, again like attribute attribute to genuine gross stere- like stereotypes and homophobic like regulations that they make all these jokes about like oh no now you have gay man blood in you which is like gay people actually can't donate blood because of yeah bullshit homophobia like it's uh it, i i just got so angry watching this shit and i just hate that sanji's gonna be bad for so long i i can't wait until i can like sanji again but spoilers it's gonna be 2022 I'm going to be angry about Sanji for the next calendar year of this podcast. Well, or I won't be talking about him. It's one of the, if I am talking about him, I'll probably be angry. (laughs) See, I I was, I was expecting him to like pull back the curtain and it's just some dude. And he's like, Hey, and then Sanji gets mad. He's like, why aren't you a hot babe? You know, it would have been the fun. Like, I mean, the thing is they make up this bit that his like, his blood is rare. Um, cause I think yeah. the, if it wasn't rare that it, it, like the situation was different, the funniest thing they could have done is Zoro. <laughs> yeah, that is, that'd be really good. Uh, but no, we have to, we have to keep quote unquote punishing Sanji. I guess that's, I don't know. Maybe that's the bit. Like, that's the thing. Like we compared it to like Brock and Pokemon before, which again, like very different demographic, well, not that different, but different age demographics a little bit, but just like. Yeah, Brooke, like, you know, make like hits on women. It's never like this horny. It's not like he gets punished with like gay men giving him attention, homophobic depictions of gay men giving him attention, which as far as I know, I don't think that's ever happened in uh in in Pokémon. I feel like there might be like I I'm going off completely just what I could expect the show to do, because uh, James would cross-dress a lot. I feel like Brock probably got tricked once. Uh, 
that maybe. Like I, um, I can't say for sure. Let's get Carly on the podcast for three hours. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. The thing, the thing is, like, there were. I've only ever seen the four kids dub of stuff, but like yeah. all the cross dressing stuff with James seems to just be like they like to do it. I, like I don't know if it ever yeah. gets like mean about it. And also, like Jesse is also going mask a lot of the times. Yeah. And there's the band episode where he has a fat rack. So like, <laughs> oh yeah, four kids was not going to show us that cleavage, but still, <laughs> that might that that band episode, or at least not localized episode, might be the best example maybe of that happening, uh, of of like quote unquote tricking with with the, with the with with James going film, but uh, I think that. I don't know if that is the poly, uh, polygon, the Porygon episode, or if it's just those are, I, I think of them together because they're both banned. <laughs> yeah, the Porygon episode was because it's the one that, that has the, it has the wrong, like, talking about, I don't know the words I'm trying to use, because because po- po- Porygon wasn't allowed on TVs for a while, even though it's Pikachu who did the attack, that caused the seizures or whatever. Fair point, Pikachu did the attack. Anyways, how do, I, don't, I don't know how we got here. Uh, Sanji sucks. <laughs> sure does. They they run with this bit like two or three times throughout the runtime in the next couple episodes. <laughs> I think <laughs> that was too much. Too too much. Uh, shouldn't have happened in the first place, but way too much. And uh, there is a. I think the worst it got is one of the 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 homophobic stereotypical depictions of men. I think has a line of like, "Don't you like what well, we can give you more fluid if you need." So that I think that was the worst of it for me. I think that's like probably in five thirty. Um. Anyways, I don't want to talk about Sanji again, <laughs> so let's not. Can't believe we killed Sanji. We ki- We we finally did it. Um. And all we needed was to show him some mermaids. So, oh, so next to Sanji, uh, Chopper checks on a cut that Luffy got, and there was like a small amount of poison <laughs> on it. Um. And he's yeah. like, Yeah, this is like dangerous <laughs> stuff. Why? You know, do you have like an immunity or something? And he's like, Have I ever come in contact with? poison oh yeah i almost Mm. died (laughs) oh yeah magellan nearly killed me um so now he just has like strong defenses to poisons which is funny um but also it sets up that you know this guy has a poison sword uh yeah we we actually cut back to that octo fish man who uh (laughs) he's like deep shit if luffy's dead (laughs) yeah he's like i hope luffy doesn't die from that uh because i'll get in trouble if, if that's where he goes and he hears some girls scream and ignores it um spoilers it is uh it is from caribou uh we cut over there and we see some mermaids being like where did our friends go we heard our friends yell and now they're just gone and we see some some sludge moving off screen uh some numa numa sludge um (laughs) unfortunately uh cut back to luffy and uh kami is trying to introduce him to someone it's madam charlie who is a big shark oh yeah she is how do you feel? How do you how do you feel about Shark Mommy? Uh, you know, there's a bigger mermaid that I think is way cooler. There is. We'll talk about the big, we'll talk about the big mermaid. Uh, but I a big big fan of Shark Mommy. Uh, she can see the future, and Luffy's like, cool. I don't care. Uh, can you shit and fart? And yeah. <laughs> 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 and. I can't remember when she first did it in this show of episodes, but I forgot that uh, KV does the, like, super dramatic faces. <laughs> yeah. K- and I was pleased to see those again. Yeah, she makes, like, yeah, Anel-level faces. I, uh, I, I, I've I been watching The Simpsons lately. I'll, I'll put, like, an episode or two on before bed, 
because uh, I, I now I have a I, I bought a TV as a third monitor, but it's on like a mounted swivel elevated arm, so I can just like point it towards my bed. <laughs> nice um it, it's 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 a it's a nice setup maybe too nice but i uh i i'll put on a, a simp center two, a simp or two and uh <laughs> as i'm like you know i finished season one i'm in season two and i've just i i've developed a much larger appreciation for the art of the funny face <laughs> and in a way that i just like you would think one piece alone would give me that but it is like watching the simpsons being like this is extru- like th- these are the peak funny faces. Yeah. And and then coming back to One Piece being like I think I think I appreciate this more now than I did the first time. F- funny faces are good unless it's like not animated and then funny faces are lazy. That's that's usually how I feel. That's why I didn't like Vine. I may have talked about this on there, but Vine was usually 5 seconds of nonsense and then someone makes a face and you're supposed to laugh. Uh, I've seen better. I mean, I've seen a lot of good vines, but I, I'm sure there is a lot of garbage like that. Uh, much like the art of the funny face is probably, you know, tainted by people thinking that it's easy or that like all, all you need is just to, to have a funny face rather than context yeah. or be good at it. But I, the thing is, like with a lot of these One Piece faces, I would imagine they're good in the manga. But there's there's certainly an animation level that I think heightens it. Yeah. Uh, at least for for me and my taste, I prefer animation to to manga. We're doing an anime podcast, not a manga podcast. I I haven't watched the show, but I do know that something people were a little bit unsatisfied with with the Golden Kamui anime is that show ha- that manga has really good faces. Extremely good. And they're just not as detailed. Of course, they're not in the anime, but. Without seeing, like, forehead wrinkles and stuff, it, like, there's not as much there. Well, yeah, I, I think that probably comes to just, like, the, the scale of production. Like, I yeah, can't imagine absolutely. how expensive it would be to make <laughs> a, a Golden Kamui show that is up to snuff with how absolutely. detailed... <laughs> not, not even just the faces, the art of that manga is extremely yeah. detailed. Yeah, it is. I, I was sending, like, panels of it to someone to get them to read it, and I was like, oh, yeah, there's a scene where a bear just, like, slices a dude's face off. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. I, I love Golden Kamui. I, uh, I didn't watch the animation because, like... I was like, oh, the faces aren't up to, like, aren't 100%, and there's a CGI bear here, so I don't think I'm getting what I want, so I'll just read the manga. For anyone who's sad about C- CGI, just don't become a Berserk fan, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> Your life will be constant misery. I know Anime Twitter was, was mad about CGI lately, because the new uh, Ghibli movie is, like, CG. I'm pro-CG if it's used well, yeah, like, it, it can be used well. There's certain times where, like, you just the amount of money and time it would take to to do certain things is not worth it. Yeah, I mean, like, what what are some of the best like, the JoJo openings? Like, yeah, like those are ridiculously good looking, and they're like fucking complicated and bullshit to make it look that good. Um, I really like the we watched the three D One Piece like short. Oh yeah, the Straw Hat, the Mugiwara Chase. Um, I love that. I, th- I think that's a, a great adaptation of the style in the 3D. Uh, but it, yeah, there's good 3D animation. But B- back on here, um, there's something that's cool about a mermaid design, but instead her fin is like a shark tail fin. Yeah. Uh, she's very mad. She's like, don't you have any class? Don't ask me if I shouldn't fart. <laughs> For some reason, this reminds Kami that uh, she had to deliver something to Papagoo. Or something reminds her that she needs to deliver something to Papagoo. 
And uh, someone, I, I don't know if it's Charlie or someone else, explains like, oh, well, I mean, conveniently, he is like right nearby. <laughs> he ran into an old friend, so he's in town. I don't know if you immediately put it together, <laughs> but yeah, good. Because he's, uh, he's rich. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they're going to go off and see him. Kami takes Luffy and Usopp, leaves Chopper with uh, Sanji to never be spoke of again. And uh, so they're walking on the street. Um, they discuss that Charlie has, you know, her precog powers. It's like, yeah, it must be hard knowing that, like, terrible things are going to happen and not telling anybody about it. Like, I guess she knew about Marineford, which is fucked up. I don't It seems like way too much power to give a random shark lady, but whatever. But yeah, they discuss that briefly. And when they get to the, the town or like deep where they're going, the Mermaid Cafe, they, you know, Luffy wants to get some food. And he's like, "Where, you know, what kind of meat do y'all have in there?" And Kami's like, "Well, we don't really eat a lot of meat because I, I don't know, we're fish people." Um, so she's like, describes what they have, and Luffy just gets bummed out and mad <laughs> and angry. He's like, he just tells her to shut up at one point. Yeah. Uh, she says, "Oh wait, we do have meat," and then just talks about like shellfish, mm-hmm. clams, and I don't know what it was in the dub, but the sub he's like, "Don't ruin the good name of meat with that." Yep. <laughs> Uh, and we don't have to have this conversation much longer because the door opens and <laughs> look at that. Because <laughs> Papa Goo was apparently in there with, uh, with, with an old friend. Yeah. His old friend uh, that Charlie spoke of or whoever spoke of, uh, just so happened to be our good old friend, Brooke, the soul <laughs> king himself. So he, wa- he strolls out of this cafe <laughs> with Papa Goo on his shoulder, two hot ladies on his arm. <laughs> He's having a great time. And those those ladies are just eating up his skull jokes, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> they're big fans. He's on a roll. And, uh, yeah, Papagoo just conveniently happened to be where Brooke landed uh, <laughs> after, the, after, after the, the, the whole event. Yeah, so time passes. Uh, you know, uh, Papagoo's like, oh, Papagoo's like, you know, come back to my place. I have meat there. Um, we'll we'll talk yeah. there outside of yeah, town. Yeah, a rich cool guy like me eats tons of sea monster meat, and then Ubi's like, "Oh fuck yeah, I want to eat sea monster meat." Kami just says, "I got your clams," and he gets super excited about clams until he, he, says, gets he says his favorite food. Yeah, because <laughs> um, where she lives has the best clams. She said that. Sure, I believe it. <laughs> so uh, we cut to Sanji. Who cares? We cut back. Uh, Brooke. As they're gearing up to get on a big transport thing. I don't know. It's probably a fish or something. Uh, Brooke recognizes a poster for Vander Decken. Mm. And they're like, oh, I, I saw him. But I guess how do you have a wanted poster for a ghost? And uh, Papagoo was like, oh, well, I mean, you know, we've been looking for him for years. It's kind of co- he's not really Vander Decken. He's Vander Decken the ninth. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lineage of Vander Deckens. A whole deck, even, of Vanders. <laughs> Papagoo, like, kind of explains the deal of uh, Vanderdecken the Ninth here. Uh, he is obsessed with the Mermaid Princess. He, for, I guess, 10 years, I think, has been trying to get her to marry him, which is fucked up because she's 16, which means it happened when she started when she was six. But uh, royal marriages are bad. It's true. Um, she, she is very, we'll learn that she's very, very large. So maybe at six, she just appeared to be older than she was which still sucks really bad but you know maybe they develop differently probably not it's probably as bad as it sounds but i think it's as bad as it sounds <laughs> but uh details aside he is obsessed with the princess uh so much so that 
it became a national issue uh and he, her dad their well yeah the princess's dad king, uh king neptune um sent the 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 three princes off to hunt vanderdecken um and they but yeah but they're looking for him for years there's a bounty out you know still open <laughs> and we'll learn more about it later as they're traveling on the highway they pass by a building with a pirate flag on it and you know luffy asks like what's up with that what's that building and they're like oh it's a candy factory he's like oh cool i love candy why is there uh why is there a pirate flag on it <gasps> yeah I, is this the thing that you tweeted <laughs> recently that you your brain hurts when you hear something that's relevant now <laughs> I, I sure did that's what this was about okay not so not not just because like it's different when they're like uh, Kaido exists. I'm like that. That's fucked up that they're talking about Kaido here, but mm-hmm. they gotta establish it at some point. But this has much more implications, specifically because yes. they, they it goes, yeah, this big mom. She's a uh, she's the one who took over after Whitebeard died, and Whitebeard never asked for anything. She just asked for candy, and then Luffy goes, "Damn, I bet I gotta fight her someday," <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. It doesn't help that the one thing I know about Big Mom is that her power's fucked up. <laughs> Do you know what the power is or just that it's fucked up? I know that she looks like the way to describe like what it does and what it does to her is fucked up. <laughs> okay, but you don't know like the what it does. You just know no, that it all. is fucked up. My, my, my friend was telling me because he just like he hears about something cool in One Piece and then skips to that episode to see it. <laughs> And he's just like, yeah, dude, Big Mom's just crazy. <laughs> I mean, I will, I, I do have to agree. Her power is fucked up. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it in 2021 or 2022. <laughs> but um, this is this is not the first mention of her name, but like no, the, the first, first time, time that she's, she's been when they're talking about the uh, all four emperors. Yeah, this is the first time that's been like, oh, she, her existence might have effect on the plot currently. Yeah, <laughs> like the the world that the Straw Hats are currently in, um, and as yeah, you you kind of glossed over it, but Papagoo explains that like you know this used to you know Fishman Island is a is a dangerous place because people have to pass through here to get to the 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 New World, and it's always been that way. And uh, Whitebeard would like like took ownership of. He's like, this is my territory. Nobody fuck this shit up, or you answer to me. <laughs> and never asked for anything. It was just an act of protection. For the Fishman Island uh, people, like for for Fishman, for the place. And when he died, that void was filled by Big Mom. And, you know, Luffy's response to this is like, well, she must be cool if, you know, (laughs) if she's taking over after Whitebeard died. And Papa was like, well, uh, you know, he never asked for anything, as you said. And she demands candy. she, She treats it like a business. She demands a lot out of their labor force um candy especially yeah that's just you know mentioned now maybe it'll come up again later who could say anyways before this episode ends we uh we we cut to charlie who has had a vision she was like i didn't want to look in them i didn't want to use my power again but i just got some fucking rancid vibes from luffy (laughs) so i looked into the future and if luffy does not leave the whole island will be destroyed so that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, end of the episode, though. Going to 5.30. Opens up with some fucking... No, we, I think we pirates. watched the wrong show. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, this... This, this, uh, this is this man. 
Well, this is Crab Man Gyro. You don't know Crab, like, or the the famous pirate that we always talk about every fucking month. Cra- crab, crab Man, Man Gyro, Gyro Zeppeli from Part Seven. Yeah, Crab Man. Chris, crab Man Gyro. That if you heard that, Chris doesn't listen to this show. They don't watch One Piece. <laughs> also, they know Zeppeli's last name because um, they play. The Eyes of, they're the only person oh, who plays wait, Eyes yeah. of Heaven. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, we open up with like some fucking random pirate crew trying to escape somewhere. In a second, we zoom out and realize that it's Noah. They're trying to run away from Noah and their tiny little <laughs> coated pirate ship. Uh, yeah, Crab yeah. Man Gyro is called that because he has a crab arm. <laughs> and it's, 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 you can see like it's like just like replaced his regular arm. Yeah. Like it's not like a power or anything. He just like either decided to or needed to replace his arm with a crab arm. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, Skies of Arcadia is a is a game I like a lot. It re- it's kind of like Drachma in that game, who just replaced his arm at some point with a big metal arm. <laughs> what if it was a crab though? They <laughs> are running away from the Fishman Pirates, be- and they kind of lament, like, you know, they told us we had to join or die. We only that's not really a choice. But why would they even want humans on their crew? They they just wanted to kill us. They're running away. We cut inside to those Fishman Pirates that we saw silhouetted before. We see, you know, the crew talk. Uh, you know, these these high up crew members talk and uh eventually the the head of the gang, I guess did they name him here, don't they? Or or did I just write down the name because I know it. Oh they do uh, name him. There's text on screen yeah. that names him. Uh Horty Jones. <laughs> which uh, yep. I like the original name uh or not original I shouldn't say original, but like it it it's kind of like the Jinbei Jimbei difference in some localizations. I'm so used to Hody with no R. Mm. Um, but a lot of the localizations will add an R to to make that pronunciation clearly horty um, because of the the accent. I don't prefer it because sometimes you, it sounds like you're saying horny. <laughs> and later, when someone says his name to him, it just sounds like they're saying horny Jones. Um, <laughs> so I'll probably say Hody more often. But I'm I think that's technically just not the pronu- correct pronunciation. Um, anyways. We get his name. He's the leader of these new Fishman pirates, and he eats a bunch of pills. He's like, this is fine that they're getting away because I can make an example out of them. He says, especially with these power drugs. <laughs> At least in the yeah. dub, that's what they call them. They call them power steroids in the subtitles. Yeah, in- in- energy steroids, power drugs, any combination of those words. <laughs> we don't see what he does yet. We'll see it at the end of the episode, but we're going to cut back to Papagoo and his fame. Uh, they're still walking through town and they pass a store that he owns. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it? Someone in there is just arguing about discounts. What a troublemaker. Uh, oh, just it's Nami, <laughs> uh, who is now alone. She is separated from, uh, our, our, our uncle and, and murder mom, but she's in here arguing about getting a discount and, uh, you know, comedy scene ensues, but Papa Goo's like, look. You helped me out a long time ago, so, you know, whatever you want, it's free. You know what? I'm going to hook you up. And Nami does not squander that opportunity. She's, she's, he, his word is like, you know, take whatever you can carry. And she's like, all right, everybody, carry as literally as much as you can. We're going to bleed them dry. Yeah. And uh, they literally take every piece of clothing out of this store. And he is taken aback by it. He's like, come on, you should, don't you think you should limit yourself like a little bit? <laughs> It's like, that's limited in a word that Nami knows. No, no, it's not. When I was, uh, 
listening to the New Day podcast earlier today, Xavier Woods was talking about how his high school had some award called the Ray Kroc Award for seniors, and whoever got it got a free McDonald's meal a d- every day for a year. <laughs> and he was abusing it to the point where the manager of McDonald's like, we got to figure something out because you can't just order like 10 different things and call it a meal. Because <laughs> he he's like, yeah, it's stuck up on like four orders of chicken strips and like five McGriddles, <laughs> bunch of fries. I mean, yeah, whatever's the you don't get to decide what a meal is for me. <laughs> um. Anyways, there's a there's there's a big deal happening. Yeah, this very quickly isn't the the pro- the, the biggest problem at hand. There is a commotion <laughs> outside, um, and as they. Uh, go out to look up. There's a big fucking whale in the sky. What could that be? Uh, oh, I guess it's, I guess it's King Neptune himself. <laughs> yeah, he's on the big whale. I, I was, I was hoping for just him to look like King Neptune from SpongeBob. <laughs> bald, bald. <laughs> he comes down on his big whale. He's saying Jamon a lot. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I bet I could find out. I th- I thought it might be like a fish thing in Japanese. Looking for trivia on Neptune's page. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way. Oh, this is this is everything about his fucking plot. We just control F. It says that he does it, but it doesn't say what it means, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, first appeared in chapter 612. His mannerisms are revealed. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, if you know, get us in the Discord or Twitter. Um, anyways, uh, he comes down and is, sees the Straw Hats there. Basically, like, are, is this the people who saved you? And he's talking to the shark that they saved earlier. Uh, you know, it, he says yes, he nods his little shark head. Uh, his name's Megalo, by the way, the shark. Uh, I kind of wish that they didn't, we didn't see him ask that question. Because they play this as like suspenseful like what is he gonna say but if you already know that he's looking for them because they saved a shark it's probably good it's probably not bad yeah (laughs) but anyways yeah that suspense goes up and uh and he's like well i'd like to invite you to the palace and then uh kami and uh papa goo go fucking rip shit because that's insane they're like we've never even seen this man before You know, it's just, it's just apparently such a huge honor. Um, also, I'm learning here that Neptune's whale is named Ho. Yeah, as it says, it's just Ho. Ho. Uh, is it pronounced <laughs> that way? Uh, probably. For the doctor in Alabasta, see Ho with no E. I guess that's the old royal family also, doctor. And also, the whale goes whale. Good. I think all whales <laughs> should. The only word, yeah, it says the only word he can say is his own name. Ho is a Pokemon. Uh, anyways, it's great that they're getting invited back to the palace. Uh, Sanji scene, it's, uh, not even in the manga, it's just bad. And, uh, we go back to Luffy. (laughs) And, uh, uh, Neptune's like, I wanna hold a big banquet! And Luffy is like, hell fucking yeah, man, I'm so goddamn hungry. Please give me meat. I do like how, at least for this, this is, uh, where it's, this is about where it stops. But I really like how... Usually, like, a shonen arc is the characters arrive and shit is either already fucked 
or they are introduced to the fucked up shit <laughs> pretty quickly. But instead, it's this is just like, it's paradise here. Also, the king of the entire country is coming to invite you to his palace. Yeah, I mean, there's like fucked up shit happening in the background. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like they're not like, it's not a part of them just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's being it's, built up instead of like them being met, like in fucking Drum Island. Like they're not met with a good time. Yeah. At, through the entire point, really. <laughs> no, no. They, they go there with a problem ahead of time. Yeah. They are looking for a doctor. And uh, yeah, here is just like, this is a place we have to pass through. We have friends there. We have a lot of difficulties, one, because of racism, and two, because of Arlong. Like, it's literally just, like, a thing that we did a long-ass time ago affects the culture here, and we have to show up. Also, the shit they did in Sabaody affects the culture here. It's th- I think it's funny that they're getting taken to the palace just because they happened to save a shark. Accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they're going up there. Banquet's gonna be great. They ride Megalo, the shark friend, and uh, that's we're gonna you know be done with Luffy for the rest of this episode. We're gonna end it with what what's happening out in the sea with those the crab man pirates. I'm assuming that's the name of their crew. Probably. He's the only interesting thing about them is the crab man. <laughs> they're they're trying to get away, and in front of them is Hody Jones, just floating out in the sea in front of them, high as shit on steroids. And he has cuffs on his hands. And they're like, oh, he's had his hands cuffed and he's still going to whip our fucking shit. (laughs) Uh, And they're right, because he just, like, launches himself. He's a fucking torpedo in the water with big jaws. And he destroys their ship and fucks all of their shit up. He, uh, you know, he gets on the deck at one point. They unload gunfire on him that does nothing. Swords break on his skin. His big mouth destroys the crab arm. You know, after he's done with them. He goes back to his fishman pirates and is like, we're going to avenge. Uh, we're going to, you know, attack all these humans to avenge the deaths of Fisher Tiger. Well, avenge, avenge the death of Fisher Tiger and the defeat of Arlong. Pretty sure Arlong's still alive. And if he died, it wasn't because of Luffy. Also, I note these two events should be viewed separately. <laughs> but Hody, like, breaks the cuffs off and says, let, and like, tells them to let the ones who live float into the new world and, and spread the story. Like let them let them get out there and talk about how fucking ripped I am. <laughs> also, I think they explain energy steroids, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, you should probably only take one or two. Yeah, because you take take one, fishmen are like ten times as like two times or ten times as strong as humans, and then you take one, and then you're twenty times stronger than humans. Yeah, I guess like an average human. Like I don't know if like presumably they have like respective ceilings of strength. Yeah, but that's like without devil fruits, which. If they take devil, like if they eat a devil fruit, they lose a lot of their strength, ability, and water. <laughs> yeah, which we actually see our first fish man with a devil fruit soon. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, I mean, we saw. I, I don't. I don't know if it's clear, but we see it in five thirty two. But that was the end of five thirty. Uh, five thirty one opens with an axe flying into a door. There are several weapons already lodged <laughs> into the door. Yeah, we'll look at this later. <laughs> it just opened with that. To make you wonder about it, I guess. Yep. Another thing that sucks is we cut back to when the barrel was opened. <sighs> yeah. Caribou is very, very bad. He turns himself into his his swamp and just kind of sinks three mermaids into it. And like, I guess they, he just holds them in him, in his being. Logie is like this, stress me out. 
it's really it's it's a very unpleasant scene to watch. It's it's really bad because <laughs> they're like stuck in quicksand, but also that quicksand is a gross, shitty man who like tells them to shut up and like covers their mouth with quicksand. It's really bad. And then later, yeah. when he's like you know a, a normal guy, and they're just gone in him, I guess he's like they're pretty ex- you know they're worth a lot of money back up on Saba Odi. I'll go back up there and sell them. And then he just walks off. Well, you know he'll continue to be a problem. Back in town, a little bit forward in time, because that happened a bit ago, we see the palace guards questioning people like, hey, do you know what there's missing? You know, some mermaids were kidnapped. It was probably Luffy, right? They showed up, disappeared, and now there are three missing mermaids as well. They're pirates. And the other mermaids are like, well, but Luffy was really nice, though. Like, that'd be, it doesn't really seem like a thing he would do. But between that and Charlie having a fucking prophecy that the island's going to fucking burned down because of his presence i guess we're all gonna be mad at luffy now (laughs) yeah let's just uh let's use hearsay to (laughs) one plus one might equal two i don't know uh uh anyways meanwhile he's going up to the palace with the king so Yep. <laughs> I'm sure this will all end well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Luffy's a dumbass and is like, what does Jamon mean? Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> hey, we don't get an answer. I, I like how he just keeps referring to him as hairy old man. <laughs> yeah, and Papago keeps being like, can you stop? You know, <laughs> he is the king. Please, he God, is the king. stop. Please, God. Yeah, also, yeah, Papago and Kami went with them because they said that they could take <laughs> their friends. Uh, so they're up there riding down the big shark. And, uh, let's see, they talk for a little bit. Uh, he explains, like, you know, the shark that you saved is, uh, the pet of the princess. And he's like, I'm, I'm inviting all of your crew up here to join me for this banquet. I've already invited one person that I found. Uh, he has already started drinking and eating early, despite us telling him to stop. Um, and everyone's like, oh, that's gotta be Zoro. And he's like, oh, what was his name? Zori! And, uh, they get mad at him for, er, for being wrong. Luffy asks Nami where Frankie and Robin are. I don't, I, I guess, he, they, I don't know how he knew that she knew, but he asks about like where the others are. And she's like, oh, I know. She split off from them because Frankie, because, you know, his teacher and honored fish, uh, on, honored uh, shipwright was a fish man. He wants to, uh, I don't know what he, exactly he said. He, oh, he, he wants to, to talk like, to their family. See their family. Yeah, see his family. I think that's really cool that he's doing that. That's like. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's not only a way to just not have Frankie in the picture, but it's not just like him fucking off like Sanji does. <laughs> yeah, it's like a genuine it's, like reason. It's like a thing you'd want to see him do. That's really yeah, cool. Absolutely. Same with like what Robin is. She's like, there's, there's shit in Fishman Island that humans probably don't investigate so I can learn. Yeah, yeah. She's like, this, you know, it's a very different culture and history that I want to I wanna look into. <laughs> and now she's like, that's a Robin thing to do. <laughs> I'm going to go shop. <laughs> Women, Women be, be shopping. shopping. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I seen it. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So back, uh, Luffy now learns that they both, you know, the, the two adults <laughs> have their shit to do. Yep. The Brooke's not an adult. and <laughs> Absolutely not. He's, he's old. He's grandpa. That's different. <laughs> Very different. Bro, I am just grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. (laughs) So uh, Nami asks about, like, you know, why is there so much light here? What's the source of that? And he explains it like, I don't know, tree? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know those fucked up trees in Savodi? Well, it's like that, but better. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally just a big fucked up tree that has roots all the way down here. And it just kind of, like, 
shines the light that it uh, (laughs) takes from the sky and brings it here. Whatever. Don't think about it too hard. (laughs) And gives us oxygen. It looks better. Why would I draw it without light? (laughs) Doom 3, the arc. (laughs) They reach the gate for the palace. It's a big, like, water gate thing. Not like Watergate the hotel or the scandal, but like a gate that is composed of water. Like, a, like you, know, you pass through. Uh, they give Luffy, who's someone, I think it's Papagu. Someone gives Luffy this like little fucking cactus looking thing. It's a coral that generates a bubble for him to be in. A lot of fun. Everything's bubbles. Everything like <laughs> Skypea, everything's dials. Here, it's all bubbles. So they use that to generate a bubble that he can be safe in as they go through this water passage. Like everything, uh, not everything, but like most things in this palace are just actually underwater, which I mean, if they're all fishmen and nobody really else comes up here, probably fine. They get into like the main lobby of the, of the uh, palace and immediately the, the king starts getting yelled at by a minister for like leaving on his own. Um, it's like, there was another incident. There was another ax thrown at the wall and you weren't here. And the princess is scared about it. <laughs> we don't really know the context for this yet. Uh, Luffy is like, I'm hungry. I don't want to wait anymore. I smell food. I'm just going to walk that way. <laughs> he yeah. just starts fucking going, following his nose wherever it goes. <laughs> um, eventually, after enough, the king is yelled at. Nami notices that Luffy is gone. And um, we see him on his own, just Luffy in the bubble. Where will he bounce <laughs> as he just goes through the hallways of this castle? He passes a guard, uh, which is so tall that he just doesn't fucking see Luffy. I think he gets out of the bubble at some point. I th- at some point, he's walking. Yeah, because the like bubble like flies into a part of the castle that doesn't need a bubble, so yeah. the bubble goes away. Sure, I just I think I just blinked <laughs> and didn't write that down. But yeah, so he you know he's like I can't smell it anymore. But that door opened and closed, so it must be behind that big door. This must be the the banquet hall. Sure are a lot of swords and axes engraved into it though. Scary. Oh well. <laughs> This is, of course, the door that all the uh, weapons were thrown at that we saw earlier and referred to as an incident uh, with the princess. So we open the door. It's dark inside. You know, Luffy's inside looking for food and he like falls on something that like he bounces off of. (laughs) He's like, what is this? I don't know what it is, but it's fun. And he bounces around for a little bit and eventually some lights turn on. And wouldn't you know it? There's a... (laughs) giant fucking mermaid in this room hell yeah <laughs> i knew exactly what was what was happening as soon as he walked in but i didn't what i thought he was bouncing on like a belly or something and i thought there's gonna be some bad joke of haha the princess is fat and ugly that would be worse i i thought they're gonna because they also built up like oh man sanji was gonna sanji wants to see the mermaid princess mm-hmm. oh he's gonna be so bummed and then there was they... a, there was a brief joke uh, or i guess along those lines where usopp's like well if her pet was a shark maybe she's really abrasive <laughs> but it was, no it, it's just like i, I thought they're gonna do something to that and then when sanji asks about the mermaid princess like you don't want to see her and they get all like scary and sad looking and then i feel bad but no Mm. it's just a giant hot lady (laughs) just a big big fish girl um just giant fucking mermaid princess shirahoshi and yeah she is massive uh and she she, is 38 foot 11 yes (laughs) that's a woman right there (laughs) (laughs) yeah again it is weird that like they they pointedly make her 16 
that's the thing that's weird. See, I didn't know that until until you said that while we were recording. I I was looking it up when I was watching it because I was just like, because later Vander Decken mentions a decade, and I'm like, how old was she when you started this? <laughs> and and again, like again, as with how big she is, maybe at six she was still bigger than him, but <laughs> doesn't See, make I, it better. When he said that, I was like, oh, she's probably like seventy something, and fish people just have like mermaids have distorted ages. No. Yeah, I don't know if like there is like a a, a a fish years thing going on that's just not stated. But like, yeah, I pulled up the wiki at six sixteen, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> but again, I mean, cultural gaps. We Wheels and I always talk about this. We're like, oh, uh, you know, Final Fantasy ten. This character named Riku shouldn't be sexualized, but culturally, that age is very different. Um, it's just you know very. It's just a bummer all around. Um, yeah. anyways. Anyways, that's the end of the episode. Well, actually, I guess we should talk about the fact that she starts crying. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she starts, uh, she's not, not, she just is a huge fucking crybaby. That's her whole thing. Um, but <laughs> I, I like that Luffy dodges her tears because the tears to. are so big. Like, that's, yeah. Like, could, could her tears kill him? Like, do, do tears hold are the same energy enough? that seawater does? Are they, uh, I mean, here's the thing she's underwater all the time. Uh, so they might be extra salty. Who could say? <laughs> this is yeah we should that's that's what we need to ask oda next time <laughs> next time we hang out with him yeah 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 absolutely we'll get him on the <laughs> patreon pod one of these days one more episode to talk about 532 starts with the big baby not the big cry baby the big man baby who is older than shirahoshi wadatsumi uh dragging the the van decken ship the flying dutchman and uh decken asks uh, to Wadasumi, if there was any reply from Shirahoshi, I just threw an X. Has she? Has she? Has she email? Uh, did she text to me? Please don't email my princess, my mermaid princess. And uh, he 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 laments his ten years of chasing her, which is when I pulled up the wiki and went, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Fine, I will throw this axe now with the rose on it, so she knows that I'm on the left." And he, it's it's just one big DM. It's just one sex pass DM. <laughs> He's, he's like, I read Mark, sleep with me! And he throws the axe. And everyone's like, uh, boss, you threw it the wrong fucking way! And he's like, no, watch this. And it turns itself around and flies back towards the palace. So did you just immediately assume he had some fucked up power, or were you... Uh, yeah, I, I figured he had some fucked up power. Yeah, they name it later. <laughs> Very, uh, dumb name? Very dumb. <laughs> And power, but I can it's, see it's, how it'll be a problem. It's some JoJo Part 3 level specificity. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. I just think it's funny that he's a fish man who can't swim, <laughs> can't go in water, and exclusively lives underwater, but has to be in bubbles all the time. What type of fish man is he? Uh, Japanese bullhead shark. That's the end of that scene. You know, it's flying towards her. Um, we call back to uh, her crying at Luffy. And Luffy's like, uh, she she's like yelling these things like, are you here to kill me too? Uh, blah, 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 blah. She's crying. She's scared. She's not listening to anything he's saying. Humans are bad. Uh, eventually, as this lasts long enough, he senses the axe coming towards them and like jumps into the air and stops it, which is very cool. Yeah. And uh, like deflects it into a wall. Uh, that's the thing about the powers that it is going straight in one direction um, <laughs> supernaturally. Uh, but he deflects it into a wall, and the, the, the big rose on it, you know, we recognize immediately, because uh, it's what we just watched. You know, this, you know, she obviously notices that, oh, he 
save me from an ex. He's probably not here to kill me then, huh? And uh, we cut back out to the lobby where the crew, you know, the Nami, Brooke, and Chopper, are surrounded by guards. And they're like, oh shit, what happened? I don't think this banquet's going to happen after all. And the guards explain that they are suspects in two crimes. One, mermaid kidnapping, which they have no proof for. And two, Charlie had a vision. (laughs) So this is some fucking minority report pre-crime garbage. We think you're going to do something bad. Not because you're humans necessarily, but, you know, it doesn't help. So, you know, obviously there's, I think Brooke even says, like, well, there's no just cause for either of those claims. And uh, before we see that, you know, much more of that scene, uh, we cut to the guards who are running into Shiro Hoshi's room. Uh, they heard her screaming and the doors open. But when they char- uh, charge in, Shiro Hoshi's like, now realizing that Luffy's probably a good guy, grabs him. And hides him behind her back. Yeah. Because he can just fit in her hand. Yeah, he can. Uh, and she, he's, just like, he's like yelling and she just like puts her pinky on his mouth to shut him up. Uh, <laughs> which is funny. But they kind of catch up the plot to like one in one succinct scene that uh, is like, Hey, so the Straw Hats were here. They, the, the people who saved your shark. Turns out they did some crimes. So we're throwing them behind bars. Uh, Zoro was here first. He got so drunk that it was easy. And we're in the process of capturing Nami, Brooke, and Usopp right now. But Luffy's missing. And she's like, ah, he's in my hand right now. Oh. <laughs> What's a Luffy? What's a Luffy? I've never heard of a Luffy. You know, and then this rigmarole <laughs> lasts for a little bit until they leave. Notably, Megalo comes back, the shark, and notices that <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's oh, hiding fuck. him. And he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, and she's just like getting him to shush. Uh, but they, you know, they trust her. They leave. They lock the door. Um, they're like, why did you scream? And she's like, uh, a bad dream. I'm fine now. But when they leave, she unleashes Luffy from her poem and uh, is like, you know, thank you. I didn't really let you talk before. I don't think you're here to kill me. Uh, she explains the axe. She explains like, my life sucks pretty bad. I'm stuck in here forever because someone has been trying to kill me my entire adult life. Um, and some of my childhood. I guess I'm, I guess I'm not an adult, actually. All of my childhood life. <laughs> Um, and teenage life. And, uh, you know, she's explaining this. She explains the fruit, I think. Yeah, she's like, she's like this guy, Vanderdeck in the ninth. He's got this stupid fruit called, what, the Mark Mark fruit? Yep. Is that it? And that's what it was <laughs> in the dub. Um, which means that he can just track her, and every time he throws something, it just goes to her no matter what. So specific and utterly useless outside of, I don't know, I wanted to write a creepy stalker who's really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he, you know, she's explaining this and her trauma, uh, and he's just like, shut up, I'm hungry. <laughs> like, his stomach growls. When he, actually, he doesn't say shut up. He says, I'm sorry, but I'm really hungry. <laughs> we go to an eye catch, and when we come back, she is uh, give, treating him to a meal her size. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the animation of Luffy running around eating all this food. It's mm-hmm. really it's, fun. It's, it's, really, it's, it's really well animated and, like, fluid in a way that we don't usually yeah. see. Yeah. And she's just watching him. She's just happy. Megalo's back, you know, interacting with someone new. I guess she doesn't see humans very often. Uh, they talk for, like, you know, she explains a little bit about herself. I didn't write any of it down. So I don't know if there's anything that you wanted to specifically point out. Not really. She just talks, like, about being stuck there for ten years. And yeah. And he's like, damn, that sucks. Like, yeah, the shark's the only person I can talk to. <laughs> yeah, it's like hints of Rapunzel in there, I guess. But yeah. a little... 
actually kept for safety, not because of bullshit reasons. Yeah, or like, uh, she she has a fascination with uh, Luffy being a pirate in the above world, so it's kind of like Ariel from Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a, probably probably even a, a better uh, comparison. <laughs> and he's just like... Also a better you're movie. Asking too, you're asking too many questions. Yeah. I need I will, to eat food. I want to eat, and that's the thing, like, he's his cheeks are bulged up as he's eating and she's yeah. like you're so silly and she pokes his face and he spits his food out and he yells at her and he's like will you quit it i'm trying to eat and then she like immediately starts crying and she's like no one's ever yelled at me before and she has a whole she spirals huge breakdown i i love how luffy just doesn't know how to talk to to just people she, <laughs> especially she not is like an a teenage girl case. she is that, an extreme <laughs> case though like most people could blow it off it's just like the way he's talking to her is still kind of shitty though <laughs> like yeah yeah i mean that's the thing is he's being rude but like it's it's so heightened because she's like it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a perfect combination i'm glad that these are the two characters that interact <laughs> the way they do because it's like we we have we have created this this mermaid who is the most sensitive character imaginable emotionally because of the, you know, this terrible life that she's had and circumstances. Luffy conveniently shows up there and he has this very specific abrasive, but kindness. He's not mean. He's just like, Hey, don't do that. I'm eating. I'm still going to help you out and do all these nice things for yeah. you. But you know, this the, the specific line where she, he's like, you cry to, you cry a lot. I don't like you very much. Yeah. But he says it like while laughing. <laughs> Yeah. And she makes a very funny face at that. And that's when she's like, she goes under the covers. She's like, I don't like you anymore. Please leave. Please. I never want to see you again. And he just ignores that because he's like, all right, so where do you want to go? I'm going to go protect you. You said you never get outside. I want to let you go outside. Like immediately he's like the nice, yeah. he becomes the nicest guy in the world. Just him being like kind of rude to her just made me think of like a... That that one image, but it's Hancock and Luffy. Like, yo, how big is that dick? Small, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, what a funny image. <laughs> but I do think, I might, I think about that with Luffy and Hancock all the time. I might, I might poorly make that and tweet that. Like, right after <laughs> done. Good. It is nice that he's offering to break her. He's like, yeah, if any giant axes come flying in the air, I'll stop them. Well, that's the thing, too. He's like, yeah, you know, you never get out of here. I know that I have skills that probably not everybody does. So, like, you know, you fed me. You protected me. What do you want? I'm going to do something nice for you. Well, but like, you know, while I'm here, which is, you know, just very Luffy. It's a very, of course, that's what Luffy would think to do in that situation. Yeah. Not really, you know, thinking about the fact that his crew is being, like, his crew is being arrested or whatever, but they can take care of themselves. Like, yeah, Zoro's absolutely. there. If Zoro's there, he'll be fine once he wakes up. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we'll see it in a few seconds. <laughs> I think that's the end of that conversation for now. Uh, we cut to Zoro waking up in a cell, sort of. You know, he's starting to wake up. Then we go back to the Nami team, who is starting to defend themselves against the guards. And uh, uh, you would came here like, I don't know if this is a good idea, y'all. I know, I'm sure you've gotten stronger in the past two years, but this is still, like, the royal army of Neptune that you're going up against. And they're holding their own, and Brooke's like, look, we didn't do anything wrong. Who really cares if we're branded criminals? We're pirates already. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're not gonna just take it. Uh, it gets to the point where Neptune himself decides to intervene, and he swings his big old fucking trident down on them. But, guess who shows up and decides to block it? 
<laughs> Zoro, just like a samurai. Just like a samurai. And an L-A-D-Y. Nami is not shy. That, uh, speaking of Nami not being shy, there was a joke that I forgot to mention earlier when she was trying to buy clothes. Um, the shopkeep guy is just like, she wants everything half off, much like her outfit is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, good one, guy. I didn't. They didn't. Do, I don't think they did that in the subtitles. That's pretty. I, it's it's a it's a good dub joke, but <laughs> that's almost like a four kids like weird line of dialogue that they throw in. Four kids would have drawn her a new shirt. Are you kidding? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but how for some reason they they have to like amp up the comedy whenever four kids did a show. So like yeah. I can see them. <laughs> it's like um, like... what's the? Is it? It's the. I think yeah. It's the. It's the TV edit of uh, showgirls where they just like animated on bras onto the nude <laughs> scenes which is incredible a lot of the movie they maybe don't put that movie on tv just don't yeah just don't put it on tv as like, like uh se- sexuality is what that scene is about <laughs> or about those like, what the movie's about i know comedy central sometimes would air like the tenacious d and pig of destiny and it's like that's not a movie for tv like in no. any way not you don't really. get the full effect when you have the overdubbed uh, not swears and, like, mm-hmm. vulgarity and stuff, like, and weed references, like, weirdly edited. Yeah, I mean, that's all, yeah, that's kind of the thing with, like, <laughs> four kids getting things that aren't actually in their demographic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guess we'll just have to remove all these guns and cigarettes and blood and poison and, hmm. Any mentions of the word death and kill? Or God. <laughs> or halos. Oh, man. Uh, imagine what what they would have done with with Enel. I would love to find out. What would they call him? What do you what what fucking religion free word is there for God? There isn't. Maybe they maybe they'd call him Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I don't think they would change his name, but <laughs> yeah, they would just like look into the future and just be like, he's a he's a rap god <laughs> instead of just a rap. That, that's fine, right? We'll never talk about Enel again. Is that uh, that's not the last scene? Zora blocking the the trident. It's it's the second to last scene. There's one more thing that put together what was giving me concerns about this arc. Because <laughs> before this, I was like, "There's three bad guys going on around here." As far as we can tell, mm-hmm. either one of them's gonna get taken care of, or this is just gonna be a mess, and Luffy's gonna have to worry about three different bad guys. Are you are you counting Neptune as one of them? Or no, the, I'm not. Uh, what are the three? Well, I did because they didn't make it seem like uh, up until like towards the end that uh, Deccan and Hort and Hody Hordy were gonna be Hody together. Hody. Like, yeah, that 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 is what this last scene does. But what's the third one that you're thinking of? Uh, Caribou. Oh yeah, I mean he's smaller <laughs> and floating around, yeah. but he's causing problems. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is there's like three different problems going on as far as we could see up until here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't. I I was ranking Caribou considerably differently. I'm reading the Caribou wiki. Yeah, they 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 rank him as a minor antagonist, <laughs> as opposed to uh, Vanderdecken being noted as the second antagonist uh, behind Hody. Um, which yeah. I guess at this point isn't really clear. Like I guess no, I, it's not. We could we could probably you could probably guess that they're teaming up. But as far as we, he's see, the leader of the Fishman Pirates who are mad about Arlong. So yeah. And this is, they, like, they meet up and like, ah, oh, man, Deccan's here to meet, to meet him. And then they do a fucking Predator, uh, Carl Weathers, Arnold handshake. And then 
all the there's crews are going Deccan, 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 Horty, 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 Horty. Mm-hmm. They're chanting their names before they say explicitly what they're teaming up to do. Uh, also, it's worth pointing out that when they do that handshake, one, I mean, Deccan's in a bubble, <laughs> came down in a fucking bubble, duck, and but he has to like pull out a glove and put a glove on his hand <laughs> before he can shake it. But he does that. They they shake hands through his glove, and everyone cheers. And they're like, we are aligned together. We will take down Neptune and destroy the whole kingdom. <laughs> Pretty lofty goal. But yeah, they're teaming up. Simplifies that. And uh, that's, that's it. <laughs> We're done. That's our, that, is, that is our setup. <laughs> Nothing is going well. <laughs> how do you feel? How, how are the Straw Hats going to get out of this jam? <laughs> I, I'm... I'm interested to see where stuff goes. I I feel like the, Luffy's only only friend on his side in the Fishman people is Jimbei, and now uh the princess, the fish the fish Fishman Island people have turned against him because a shark lady saw him and some fire in a ball. <laughs> yeah, it's so vague what she sees. She's like, I saw an image of him and. Also, Fishman Island becoming shit. So, I mean, arrest him, I guess. Yeah, uh, they're they're like just to be safe. And Neptune is like, can can you just arrest people because there's a vague idea that they that something bad might happen because of them? I guess so. <laughs> what, what? Well, the th- the thing that they like keep like uh, parroting that makes it seem more of a big deal is like she's always right. Yeah, she did predict the war of the best. Yeah, and not do anything about. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's that that is like the thing that makes it a little bit like it's not just oh they're humans they do bad things prejudice yeah but like uh it, it is a little more specific like she always <laughs> is right about this shit. It, I'm sure it's not intentional, but it also just feels vaguely like oh man those wacky natives sure have those weird superstitions and we have to put up with it we're being punished for the weird stuff they believe. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited for Luffy to abandon his friends on Fishman Island and just roam the seas with his, with his almost 39-foot-tall new friend. <laughs> Hell yeah. I guess that's the episode, then. Yeah. I thought we were going to finish like under two hours, but I, I don't know what tangent got us <laughs> completely derailed. Multiple. I know we can, we complain about Sanji for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, you know, justified. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for now. We're, we're officially in Fishman Island. We'll be talking about it for uh, a little while. I mean, this is our second uh, December episode, but we'll be talking about it for, uh, I think, January and February. Lots to, lots, lots to happen still. Lots of, lots of things set up that will yeah. inevitably have to be knocked down. But yeah, well, as always, we'll check in with Jory's predictions. Uh, at the end of the episode, after we get through some plugs, first we're going to do those plugs. You should stick around, because Jory's very smart, um, and always predicts everything. They're, they're the Charlie of the podcast. I am very smart. That is unrelated to my predictions, though. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jory, where could people find you and your big brain on the internet? <laughs> um, you can find me uh, working out at the library. <laughs> 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 uh, that's where I got a big brain from reading books all the time. It's something they don't talk about, but that's why that's why Robin Robin has 
a different face from everyone is from reading. It's like the brain starting to like get bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my mine is massive, so it's from all the <laughs> books I've been reading. Um, you can if you want to follow me on Twitter and read all my uh uh scholars theses on um I don't even know theses Reese's theses on all my intelligent uh hobbies like video games and professional wrestling you know the the hobbies of the blue bloods the intelligent class in making a homestuck joke well no blue blood is uh, as a term used to refer to like uh high standing people oh like i just now got that i i'm just now getting why they did that in uh homestuck with red being like low class because that's like common that's that's weirdly smart for a real world analogy. <laughs> are you just are you just galaxy braining right now? I, I honestly never put that together, but blue blood is a term used to refer to like upper hmm. class people. I think it ha- also has to deal with something with like, like I think sea. There's certain like sea creatures that have like blue blood, and then hmm. sea food is considered like rich food. I don't know. I'm, I'm learning something every day <laughs> on Twitter, or at least, blue... or at least, some sort of approximation of learning something. <laughs> the, the 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 Blue Bird website. I'm on there at No I'm Jury, working, figuring something out for my other podcasts. Uh, I'm gonna try and get. We weren't able to do it last December because we were busy, but I want to do our December tradition that we fucked up for the second year, so we're gonna carry on <laughs> the third year instead for talking about the worst wrestling well WWE pay per view ever made. Hell yeah, because it's Christmas themed. It's really bad. And uh, yeah, how about you? Where can they find you on the internet? Well, I'm on Twitter at uh, twitter.com/slash/ghostofjoe. Ghost of J O. Less and less. I just kind of tweet about um the occasional stream I do. Or uh, I don't even really retweet my own podcast anymore. But um, t- twitter.com slash ghost of Joe. I stream at twitch.tv slash the orange groves. It's the channel for the whole network, but I use it a lot myself for my uh, my King's Quest series that I've been doing. I'm playing the 2015 game right now. Um, what? When does this come out? Uh, this comes out on the 18th of the month, which means I still have two more uh, streams for King's Quest to do. I've been doing them on Tuesday nights. Uh, and there's two more Tuesdays left in the month, uh, and then I'll be done. But all the videos are also going to be on YouTube, so if you want to catch those, uh, you can find them linked on my Twitter, or just I don't know how easy it is to actually search the Orange Groves YouTube page. So <laughs> just maybe go to my Twitter. But uh, I'm also on another podcast called Got It Memorize. Uh, we're recapping Final Fantasy X 2 now. Um, it's very fun. I'm playing along. Uh, it's, I I like the game for now. <laughs> uh <laughs> is there a turning point for that game where it becomes not fun no i don't know the thing i don't i'm just allowing myself that asterisk if if that happens uh, mm. for i'm enjoying it so far uh the thing is it takes so much attention like it's it's the polar opposite of 10 because 10 like a a, a a solid paced turn-based game you have a lot of time to think about strategy this game is like the combat in x2 is constantly happening it's active time battle. You don't get to stop and think about anything. But anyways, I digress. Great. You know, we, we make we make jokes on the podcast and we recap the stories. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of worlds and with you stuff coming next year. Uh, so we're, we'll talk about that. And uh, we've already talked about the world ends with you. The first game. So if you want to go <laughs> listen to us talk about that or any of the Kingdom Hearts stuff, um, we got quite a ba- backlog. 
And uh, yeah, that's all my stuff that I'll say. Um, this show, you can follow on Twitter at We Are Watching OP. We didn't mention it in our last episode because it hadn't uh, happened yet, but we got new artwork uh, for post time oh, yeah. skip. Huge shout out to, uh, to Nate for uh, drawing that for us. Um, I really like it. I'm really happy to do it, even though you haven't seen the outfit that Luffy is wearing in it yet. I was just like, hey, this, is, this is my favorite Luffy outfit. And uh, it's, it's now Luffy and Law hanging out. But uh, yeah, great, great artwork. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, that's, that's now all over our, our, our Twitter. And uh, um, also by now, I might have, we have, a, well, I should go ahead and say we have a Patreon you can support. Uh, Patreon.com slash we are watching OP. Uh, everything right now is still just at the dollar tier. I don't know if we'll be putting a higher tier for for other stuff uh, later at that point. Just a thing that we bring up every now and then. Uh, by now, I might have posted the schedule uh, for our our next calendar year of podcasting because I I try and think pretty far in advance what episodes we're gonna watch each section. Um, and once I got started, because this was the last one I had planned out for a while. Uh, <laughs> once I got started with like I got to do Fishman Island. I guess I'll do Punk Hazard. I kind of want to see if I can do Dressrosa right now. The year's over. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably post that uh, up for patrons to see as well, just to get like, you know, a look at how I'm looking to segment stuff off. And uh, I guess if for people who watch along and want to see the episode numbers ahead of time, that's, uh, that'll be there for you. Dressrosa dub is coming out, so it'll probably be a while before I have to switch. I'm sure I will reach that point, but, you know, it might not be for much longer than I thought. Thank you to our patrons for the month of December. Because of you guys, we are on a faster track to get caught up with the series. Thanks to Adam B, Adam W, Andrew, Ashok, Captain Moke, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Deus Aqueous, Eric V, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jackson Sherman, Jamesus, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Lucas, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, Mick Foley, 299, Morgan, Miss New Vegas, Paulina, Peter, Rem, Riley, Ryan, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, Trey, and Vitek. Have we decided on what we're doing for this month for no. Patreon? <laughs> no, we haven't. Uh, I mean, it's still early in December that we're recording this, so we got time, I but I, I have like suggestions like for his patreon content for the entirety of next year because like every time i would segment out like all right this number of episodes oh we passed a movie we passed a special like so i just filled it all out (laughs) but uh also there's some filler arcs that set up movies which is Mm. interesting but i have no idea for december so i'll probably pick out a video game or something what else uh you can join the discord server that we have for there's discord server for the whole network uh, the Orange Goes Network that we're on. You can also support that Patreon. I never plug that. Uh, but at the $2 level at that Patreon, you can hear stuff cut out of shows on the network. There's a handful of uploads from this podcast now. There's a bunch of Got It Memorized and some other shows. I think there's some CWFP ones. I don't know if there was a, a Citizen Hank one for season one. Um, just, you know, there's a ton of stuff at the, at the $2 level. Also, Champs in the Making uh, early episodes go up to... Uh, the $10 tier, I'm pretty sure the Champs in the Making live episode has gone up by now, both video and audio, and also the the holiday special of Champs in the Making will be up uh, as well, because it's already done and I'm just waiting on the video to be done yeah. first. 
lots of great stuff on the Orange Coast Patreon. Uh, and you can join the Discord for the network at the website. Scroll to the bottom of any page at theorangecoast.com. Click join TOG Discord. Come chat about the Rubber yeah. Boy anime called One Piece. Please. Please. What else? I think that's it. I don't, I don't think there's anything else to say. I hope your December's going well. Hopefully. Hopefully. It's been all right here, so. This podcast, much more so than, like, my other one, because there's, like, a, a pretty decent buffer between when we record and when I release it. I'm always like, I hope everything's okay in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be a SpongeBob joke when Squidward's running errands, and he's <laughs> SpongeBob just... And getting kind of bored, and then Spongebob falls asleep and sets on fire. That's what's going to happen to the world in two weeks. <laughs> uh, I hope not. <laughs> I think we're done podcasting now. Yeah. It's exciting to be in a new arc, to see the crew back together again, getting into their hijinks, and immediately and separated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was hoping it lasts a little longer. Yeah, well, I mean, they'll get back together eventually again. But, you know, this arc wants to set so many things up right away that it... It kind of needs to to pull them apart right now. Uh, you you know what? Rather than have Sanji fuck off, they just kill him. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. Uh, but anyways, we'll talk more about, you know, where this setup goes. Uh, the next time we talk about First Man Island, next month, January, we'll be recording. Uh, I'm looking at our schedule. Our plan is to record both of our January episodes before this month is over. Uh, so that's great. <laughs> I, I love recording a really far in advance you're gonna have to remind me when when they're gonna be the ja- the january episode so i can say happy new year and then we okay. have a conversation about how our new year is there's a one piece character whose name is a reference to that but a double finger double finger oh, is yeah. the january first um, oh i got it because it's one in one mm-hmm. that's neat i never put thought into it i think we talked about it but i don't blame you if we didn't <laughs> and you forgot or if we didn't <laughs> Maybe that was like seventy two thousand years ago. It was, yeah. I mean, t- t- twenty sixteen was both a decade ago and never ended. <laughs> so, I hope you like our political commentary because there's gonna be a lot of it in Fishman Island. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah, who could say? But uh, it's fucking uh, Andrew sent me a meme the other day that was like the you know the the increasing size dominoes, um, of like, <laughs> and it started with uh, let me scroll up to it. The bottom is like. I made a chef who's a bit of a perv and it goes all the way up to what if Malcolm X was a fish? So (laughs) hope you're excited for, for that. This is the part of the show where I ask you what happens next. So I want you to do that. And then we're going to stop recording. Uh, That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, I already know what's going to happen. Um, like I always do (laughs) see Luffy is, is getting, is setting the, the, mermaid princess free and that's gonna be fine and all until hody and uh vanderdecken uh kidnap her and then they're going to use her to to destroy the giant root that gives off oxygen and sunlight i don't Mm. know how because she she's so big that they're gonna be able to like crush it with her Mm -hmm. and luffy's gonna have trouble doing a big punch on them because you know they're in water, and he's gonna have mm-hmm. to fight them in the water, even though one of the guys in the bubble. It doesn't. That's an astute observation to think about Luffy having to fight underwater. Yes. The the thing, you know, there's something that feels familiar where a character seems to be a bad guy, and they're kind of off in the background. That's what Caribou's doing, 
And he's going to help Luffy fight them and join the crew. Kind of like, you know how Frankie did that? <laughs> how he's just like, he, he stole their money and he was in the background and stuff and he's a bad guy. What, you think someone who could do awful things like Caribou could just team up with Luffy in the future? Yeah. What an absurd thing to think. Lu- and he's, I'm, making, he's, I'm making a joke <laughs> for people who are caught up, but also I am dragging myself for a, a, a take I have. <laughs> <laughs> or a take I used to have temporarily uh, for Punk Hazard, but yeah, no, these are all great. These are all great. Pred- I mean, yeah, completely Car- true. Caribou's gonna, Caribou's gonna help Luffy beat the bad guys and join, and then also Jimbei's gonna like as soon as they leave, Jimbei's gonna show up and it's like, ah, shit, ah, just two years. I I hope my good friend Luffy's here, and then like the whole town's leveled. He's like, must have missed him. <laughs> But I t- comes up, touches the ground. Yep, Luffy was here. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's all extremely correct. Yeah, um, I, I, you know usual. what? I'm I'm fuzzy on the memory. I have to rewatch it, so I can't say for certain on the pod. But um, you know, I think you know, it sounds familiar. You know, I'm still I'm still like fucked up from Bon Clay crying over his dead friend Luffy's brother dying. Because remember, Von <laughs> Clay pretended to be Luffy. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> this is, th- I think that bit is the one that I, like, I want most to inspire, like, fan art. <laughs> like, uh, like, like, a- Andrew shared with us, which, uh, some of, like, people, I don't know if they're, I think it's fan art, or maybe it's, I don't think it's Oda. But, like, there's a lot of art of the fake straw hats. <laughs> That's really good. In like iconic panels, like all the fake straw hats standing at Water Seven, or like I still have my Nakama. Uh, I want that with like clearly Bon Clay as Luffy. Like he can't stretch. Like he's doing dancing. He has the eye makeup on or something. Still sounds like Kazuki. Yeah. Yeah. Then 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 we'd finally get two Kazuki performances in the same room. We'll get it before the end of the series. We have. You think to. so? We you think so? We have to. And they'll do some joke like, hey, nice voice. That'd be very funny. But someone, we were talking in the Discord, what if Frankie said my wife? And I thought, like, <laughs> if Kazuki Yao tried to do a Borat voice, it would just be Bon Clay. Yeah. Like, I was, I was trying to imagine Frankie putting on that extra stank, and it was just Bon Clay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we've been going on for so long. Probably should go. We have to end it. <laughs> um, this is what we, we shouldn't record at night, but this is, our, this is how we live uh. now. Pull the trigger, Piglet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On that note, we will be back next time to continue Fishman Island with all the plot that Jory just described. Dark Souls has just finished it downloading on Steam. (laughs) And uh, and, um, until next time, (laughs) to be continued. Hey there, I'm Marn, and I've got a new podcast right here on the Orange Groves Network. Every other Thursday on Dead Letter Society, I'm going to invite a friend into my library of terror to discuss a piece of horror fiction. We'll tackle topics like, why does Stephen King like evil clowns so much? Why is Ikea so inherently scary? And why don't young adult publishers like the horror genre? You can even read along with us week to week and weigh in with your own opinions on the Orange Groves Discord. So check out Dead Letter Society, a horror book club podcast, on the Orange Groves Network website or your podcast provider of choice. 